0: By the time you hear this podcast, just shut the door, baby, and don't say a word. to, By the time you hear this podcast, I'm Greg, and I'm Ben, and we're back with our 88th episode. Woo! Yes, thank you. Yes, I appreciate it. Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's a famous athlete with 88, but I can't
0: think of one. So nice. there's there's Michael Irvin.
1: So not a lot of sports go that high, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> there's I think Mario Lemieux.
1: Nice. I, okay, I can I can live with that. And Eric Landross, and
0: if you're a hockey fan.
1: Nice. Which we're not. <laughs> Weird. Well, I was when the Mighty Ducks came out. Yeah. Okay. I bought some skates. <laughs> Did you
2: actually watch hockey, though? That's the thing.
1: I played hockey games.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, see, I didn't watch a game on, on in TV, but, yeah, I, I watched the Mighty Ducks constantly. Oh, yeah. One, two, and three. D3, that,
1: son. That
0: was my... Uh, only exposure to hockey. <laughs> What's the Mighty Ducks movies?
2: That and if anybody said like the Mighty Ducks won that night, like the like, Anaheim Ducks or whatever, I was like, yeah, cool. That's how, awesome. How I ma- watched that movie. <laughs>
0: how many goals did Adam Banks score?
2: Gotta <laughs> make the first move, Charlie. <laughs>
0: and uh, well, we'll we'll introduce the guests first. Yeah, we don't normally do that, but. Why not? Why not? Since he's
1: already started talking no,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, He's uh, holding uh, his
1: hands up. <laughs>
0: like, whoa, guys,
1: whoa.
0: <clears throat> um, we've been doing the this podcast for two years now. That's a really and by. we've mentioned him several times, but this is the first time he's been a guest. So uh, please welcome Chris. You could, you. Chris R, <laughs> Chris R. <laughs> You won't give out your government in case you don't want people finding
1: you. <laughs> Stay off the grid. Oh,
2: that, that's that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, you know, he starts getting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like
1: appearance <laughs> to like a request to appear in court. <laughs> we found him. We found him.
2: I'm afraid of that, that, that hate mail and stuff. I'll be or hate emails now. What is it? I don't know. It's not hate mail. People don't write stuff down.
1: Nope, they don't write. Well,
2: they
0: do. They just don't send it by email. They send you a direct message on Instagram, oh, you know or Twitter,
2: you. Yeah, DM me,
1: <laughs> DM me oh, on Facebook.
2: Or jump on their blog, like I can't believe Chris said this, man. Rob, Rob, Chris, yes. uh,
0: welcome <clears throat> to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for for joining us on short notice because yeah. this idea that came up yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> well, I had to
2: brave the floods of Atlanta.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It is a nice Friday evening, and be careful out there if you're driving. Yeah, um, there's flooding predicted. I guess no, it's, it's happening. It it is, ha- there <laughs> is flooding happening right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Some people are stuck, <laughs> but uh, thank you to everyone who's downloaded so far. Uh, if you're watching us on Facebook Live, you know where our Facebook page is. Hey, what's <laughs> up? And if you are um, want to find our website, we're at by the time you hear this dot com. The uh, website, the Facebook URL is spelled with the word U-Y-O-U. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at By the Time You Hear This, spelled with the letter U, because... We are upstanding individuals. Yes. And that is also <laughs> the same spelling for our email address. By the time you hear this at gmail.com, you can send us your comments, questions, concerns, show <laughs> ideas. If you're an independent artist, we'll play your music for free. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are anti-payola.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And... Uh, if you want to listen to us on the go, as most podcasts are listened to, uh, so you can ignore your coworkers uh, by wearing <laughs> your ear pods or earbuds, you can uh, listen to us. If you have an iPhone, you can use the Apple Podcast app. If you have an Android phone, you will use the Google Music app to find the podcast. We're also on TuneIn Radio, Auto Radio, Overcast, Castbox, Satchel Podcast Player, and any other aggregate podcast app. And if you want to search for uh, search for podcasts by subject, you can find us on ListenNotes.com. And I know in the last episode we said that uh, if you search Tony 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 because that was our last episode, yeah, but it actually wasn't our last episode. It, it was the uh, the one about Trevor Horn. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> was the, I totally uh, I'll do it myself. About. Everybody yes. out. I got this. Yes. yes. Uh, but either one, if you search tony 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 or trevor horn or uh the dangerous dark world of k pop, you might find uh you might find out why well, we 're worried about them uh <laughs> that had to be
1: like a, that was like an n c seventeen the
2: first time i ever really was confronted with k pop was uh working as a tech at a college. At a college. Uh, Don't give away too much, man. Right, right, right. Um, So I had to go to a dorm to help someone out with their uh, wireless and got in there. And it was just everywhere. It was just posters after poster after poster of these K-pop, like, boy bands or whatever that that Hmm. stuff is. I was like, what the hell?
1: It's insane.
2: (laughs) I felt uncomfortable. I felt very uncomfortable. I didn't want to be there anymore.
0: That's K-pop fandom in America. America.
1: If it was in Korea, they'd have their blood. They'd have their hair.
2: Well, I'm not certain she didn't have that. I didn't dig through drawers or anything. She was there. Someone's coming
1: uh, over. I have to hide my hair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's refreshing. Just like a refreshing sip of Sprite Zero. Sponsor (laughs) us.
0: Um... So yeah, you search any of those topics, you'll be able to, you should, you should find us listed there. I don't know how far down, cause I know with the R. Kelly episode, it was like, you had to go like nine pages. Yeah. Because a lot
1: of people <laughs> were talking about R. Kelly. I bet
2: that was a good episode.
1: <laughs> Everyone was talking about R. Kelly and his, and the chicks he'd be getting in high school, man. he get them young. Hollering at chicks
0: at the McDonald's. It's
1: <laughs> like, how old are you? 17? Uh, nah, pass. <laughs> you ain't old. You You too old. <laughs> Like, yo, hey, Robert, man, this girl's like 13. Yeah, let, let on the bus, man. Let on the bus. Do you like teenage girls? <laughs> now, when you say teenage
0: girls, <laughs> <laughs> that is still, like, the greatest <laughs> and the most
1: frightening answer to a question. I have some teenage... F- All right, before we go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, boy. Roll R- it R- R- back in, man. Roll it back in. Mm-hmm. All right, so
0: uh, let's get into some music news here. Um Ed Sheeran he's uh he's getting sued basically uh, every side man for 100 million dollars I believe is the lawsuit is the like the amount being requested from the estate of Marvin Gaye they were successful in uh beating um the the blurred lines case Robin Thicke and Pharrell uh TI didn't have to pay anything <laughs> <laughs> like, I just rapped man I was just no, rapping <laughs> he, was, he just rapped on the song he he didn't do anything else <laughs> um, but Ed Sheeran is being sued for his song Thinking Out Loud for sounding like Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye now Ben mm-hmm. uh, well we talked about the Blurred Lines case mm-hmm. uh, I did, when I first heard the song I thought it was a rip off yeah <laughs> and this was years before the the web yeah. the um, lawsuit you thought yeah it- way, this was yeah way before that but you think that in this case, uh, the Marvin Gaye estate may have a
1: case? Oh, yeah. I think it sounds – I think you agree with me too, Chris. Yeah, this uh, sounds very much like –
2: First time I heard it, I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> and it's the fact that when you look at – like, I, I just pulled it up here on my phone. is Ed Sheeran sued again over <laughs> Thinking Out Loud. Like, when you have – they have to put again on your, like, headlines. That, there's something wrong, man. You really need to chill the, chill the hell out.
0: So what do you think – do you think he's out of ideas?
2: I think he does not care. Like, $100 million, and he's probably made a lot more.
1: Yeah, he's probably made a whole <laughs> lot of money. And they're, they I don't think they can go after what he made before. I mean, this is years after. Yeah. That was the wedding song, man. Like, that was just, like, everywhere that was being played. I can't imagine how much money, not to mention the money he's made touring, the money he's made television appearances, the money he's made tours and things like that. So it's just like, uh, eh, whatever. I think I can, you know, I think I can pay that. Not he's, to mention they might, take the amount down anyway.
2: He's got that Oklahoma City mentality where he's just going to pay and he's going to go over the cap and he's like, "The hell with it. I'm just going to keep paying taxes. <laughs> I mean, got, the difference is, like, he's successful. Yeah, they are a then, five seed. yeah they're a 5C. Yeah. They did all that for a 5C. And so I guess, the first round. So I guess Oklahoma City's trying to capture the Ed Sharon magic. Uh, <laughs> And sucking. Uh, actually,
0: yeah. actually, they were a 4C, but still, first but round. But they lost the to, first round. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and Melo's not coming back. But it's like a, like a far-off 4C, so it's like, there. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't think he's going to be hurting. I mean, it sucks. I mean, and out of that $100 million, they might take it down to 70 or 50 which still, is that a lot of money? I mean, for us, yeah, that's a lot of money. To me, that's that's a whole lot of money. I'd be mad if they got two for $100, but... um. For the amount of money that he's made off of this song and the notoriety has brought him, I mean, he is basically one of the biggest, if not the biggest, pop star in the world right now, which is weird. Because yeah. I think we talked about how he looks like a Christopher we, Cross. Like yeah, he we, just... we call him the, the
0: weirdest looking pop yeah. star. Yeah, really. like, <laughs> like I'm
1: looking at a picture of him yeah, right now.
2: Look like a ogre. Like he looks yeah. Shrek, just like Shrek looking.
1: Like he's he cockeyed, he wears glasses, he's got like the... Be- like he just looks weird, but like he wrote that song and he wrote a few other songs and... Now he's everywhere, and I'm pretty sure it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. See, I
2: root for him though, because you know I've been in that situation where it's like, <laughs> girl's like, I love your voice. Hey, well, let's hook up. Nah, I'm all right. Like, <laughs> like that scenario. So like they're like, oh, I would love to listen to your music while I'm making love to my boyfriend. Like, oh damn. <laughs> like,
0: that is that, uh, that is that don't help me. <laughs> no, like, that's a that's such a disrespectful thing to say. <laughs> what I what do you think about it? That's so disrespectful.
1: <laughs> And Ed Sheeran has basically made a career off of it. Made a career off of it. <laughs> he has made a career because we still don't know who he's talking about. And don't, so we don't know who th- we if if that's even true. We don't even mm-hmm. know he might have made that up completely. Maybe he's never gotten play off <laughs> of his music. <laughs> he just. I'm made sure that he's song. getting stuff
2: now, like because they, oh, they're, they're like posting like his royalty check up on the headboard, <laughs> that banging away at him, just like oh, oh it's Ed Sheeran. Oh. Yeah, he is one of the highest grossing people, though. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. just woo. these are the receipts yeah. from my tour. Yeah. Oh,
0: Ari <laughs> keeps running into women who like they don't want to have sex with him, but they do get some kind of pleasure from just him playing music. He doesn't get to touch them; that <laughs> <laughs> he has to play music and like kind of look at them. Look we'll at oh, their reaction. That's as much as he would get. <laughs> on a
2: webcam, because he has to go in the other room. <laughs> they don't want. You're going to kill the mood. Just sing over there.
1: <laughs> it's like, dude, why one of your eyes this way and the other? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're still looking at me. I can tell. But at least one of those eyes you're looking at me right now.
1: Yeah. So, Come on,
2: baby. Let me. <laughs> so, all,
1: so all of this was worth it because he has a lot of money now. Yeah. And so it was probably worth it for him to do that. He's got another song, the one that he did the duet with Beyoncé as the remix or whatever. He's making a lot of money off of that. I mean, he's he don't care, but he's getting hit. <laughs> he he can he can buy affection. But he's yeah. getting,
2: he's getting hit from all, like I said, like you said the all sides. Song, like yeah. the Faith Hill um what's it? Faith Hill and um Tim McGraw yeah. duet or something. I mean, it is scary how much that is like the song he's being sued for. Like you, you, you can layer mm-hmm. them on top of each other. Yeah. and it's the same song. Like it's very well, hard prob- to hear. Well, the
0: with that song, they're probably getting the case together. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah is, Like he
1: knows it's coming. This is like the third time he's done it, Judge. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then the other guy. There's another guy who's trying to sue him for Shape of You, which sounds nothing like it. But
2: he's already got checks written out to the people he stole. <laughs> he just got him on the side. <laughs> like, you stole my song. Yeah. Hold on. What's, what's your name? Oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. <laughs> just fill in the amount. Yeah. Sort of like... <laughs>
1: so it's like, at this point, yeah, he's he's developing a reputation for it, which is really sad, um, because... I
2: ain't wrote an original song since <laughs> 2015.
1: <laughs> he's like one of the more successful artists out there, and he's like, just, he's led Zeppelin his way through his career. Maybe it's a British thing, I don't know. I don't know.
2: Uh, what... long, long way from the A-team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which, God forbid, someone comes out and's like, you ripped off, like, all right, come on. The a that's the first song I know like of the, that I heard by him. Like, like he's, where he's were you five years ago? It's going to be some dude who, like, wrote the song, like, a year ago. He's going to, like, Ed Sheeran ripped me off in the past. My song was <laughs> called The B-Team. He's like, you just wrote this song. Yeah, the, but Ed Sheeran ripped it off somehow. Like, cause, it was
2: the B-Group. and uh, <laughs> The B-Group. <laughs>
1: so i mean i'm I think he'll be fine though I don't know whether it might be at the uh you' heard John Mulaney? which one? John Mulaney? yeah,
0: we talk about like he was in a uh he was in a math class and there was two groups one was like there's a uh they're the these are the best math students, and then this other group they're like the so so math students the the top group they called themselves the Blue Angels, after the airplanes <laughs> the second group called themselves. Group two. <laughs> well, it had
2: math in it. <laughs> there was a number.
0: We'll see what with That uh, they they might have a case. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I
1: think I think Marvin Gaye's has stayed even as soon happy as they are does have a pretty good claim here. Yeah,
2: and
0: right.
1: they will likely win this. All right. So, uh, if
2: anybody asks me my opinion, I would. Yeah. It's like, like, Chris, you've been summoned to the court. What do you think? Yeah, hell yeah, he's guilty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he stole that. On a side note, Ed, if we could ever work together, that'd be great. Man. Sorry. You just sold me down the river, mate. <laughs> you can steal one of my songs any day of the week, man. All
0: right, so uh this next story, uh Chris, do you own any vinyl?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> <Hell> no. <laughs> you know, I thought about buying um a record player one time because it was on sale. It was like um was it black friday or something. And I was like, yeah, I, I'd do it, but then I'd have to buy vinyl and then and then, even worse, I'd have to listen to vinyl. And I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't about to do that.
0: All right, well, in this um okay. So <laughs> uh this year, as far as Nielsen's mid-year report, uh US vinyl album sales have grown have grown up 19% in the US and uh, they account for seven point six million albums sold so far this year and eleven point two percent eleven point two percent of all albums sold and eighteen point seven percent of physical albums sold that includes c d vinyl i don't know who's still buying cassettes <laughs> but uh it does include all of that so Maybe you could still buy cassettes. Yeah, um, I, was that, I uh, saw a picture of a. Uh, it was a Kanye album on cassette. Well, somewhere. I, went,
2: I went to um, I was, I was I was doing a I was DJing a party, and um, I went to Walmart because they want they needed a CD player. I was like, Fuck, a CD player what that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hopefully they still got them. So I went to Walmart. Not only do they have a CD player, they have a cassette player, still for sale. Like, Why? What
1: was it like fifty cents? No, no, it's expen- <laughs> it's like thirty bucks. Yeah, thirty yeah. bucks.
2: It's vintage, yeah. baby. It's vintage. I guess so. <laughs> it's
1: like uh, that vintage. Like this is an actual original Walkman. Ooh.
2: See, ah. <laughs> vinyl just doesn't make sense to me because, like, like it's probably the people that are buying vinyl probably still have smartphones. I don't see them buying those damn dial up, like the spin dial phone. phones, yeah, the rotary phones. Like, uh, yeah, you, like you, you you saw the advancement in technology <laughs> there, but then you still swear by vinyl records because it's got that. Sound and it just sounds so much better. I'm like, yeah, I love hearing stuff crackle too in my Rice Krispies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Like, so some of these may be as collector items, like, all right, Purple Rain soundtrack, Sgt. Pepper's rumors, but who's buying Kendrick Lamar's Damn on vinyl? <laughs> who's buying Panic at the Disco Pray for the Wicked on vinyl? Who's buying Justin Timberlake Man of the Woods on vinyl? Like, who is out there like, you know this is on Spotify. Nah, man, I want the vinyl. I want the vinyl like that. But well, did you say was,
2: that Jack White was the one that was uh? Yeah, buying yeah, up, house reach. The, uh, up all these vinyls. Boarding House Reach <laughs> 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 and, and, and
0: the rest of these, but he uh, he has the top selling album on vinyl this year. Uh, okay, followed by Kendrick Lamar's Damn, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh,
2: Awesome Mix Volume One. See that can make sense because they play a lot of older songs yeah, yeah. from there. so I mean, I can see that. I still, I still don't see the reason. If it was, bonded, if it was but, the
0: current, like some of the more current out al- like also on this list is Michael Jackson's Thriller, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. Mm-hmm. But then more current albums like Pray for the Wicked, Man of the Woods. Um, Back to Black
1: is older, but I still
0: wouldn't get it on that, vinyl. <laughs> I, I feel like like because i guess because of how it was recorded yeah yeah vinyl people will listen to it on vinyl well, you'll people get the, just like you'll, get the, you'll too. get the
2: warmth i can yeah. understand that the warmth on how it was recorded but it's not whatever. It's just not my thing that's just uh it's another <clears throat> like hip thing to do so you do it because like you know it's a hipster hipster thing yeah straight up like <laughs> All right, so... I listen to nothing but vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) There's
0: that, uh, there's a photo of, um, like, hipsters being too hipster or something like that, or hipsters hipstering, but there's a a photo of this guy. He's in a coffee shop, and he's sitting at a table. He has the record player, his stack of records, and he's listening on, like, the old-school headphones... Uh, he was also wearing like a leisure
1: suit like short set and um yeah I'm, I'm looking at the picture right now yeah <laughs> it's like you're not a real hipster until you take your record player to the pub and yeah he's yeah it's, it looks so ridiculous yeah yeah so um
0: <clears throat> so uh i don't know well the this is what's the
1: future of vinyl that's what i'm trying <clears throat> to figure out I don't. Only hipsters know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta... um, <clears throat> I don't
2: know. Uh, uh, I I see it going up maybe another year or two, and then dropping off when the new fad comes out. Because um, eventually CDs will become the retro thing, and i will going to start buying CDs again once that di- dies down. And then it'll go MP3 yes. after that. And it's like <laughs> they to keep doing it, and then we're gonna we're gonna go back to that old like horn that comes off of it <laughs> <laughs> for the CD player. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was trying to find the
2: because
0: um, <laughs> I I get these ads on Instagram and there's a don't
2: bomb they don't work oh wait <laughs> but there
0: was this CD player and it's supposed to be like the best CD player in the world you could put five thousand songs on it or something and you get this great sound I can't remember what it's called but um, it was this guy who invented like he invented this CD player like it. How how can you... We improved on the
1: CD player. Yeah, we it's did. It's called
0: the iPod, or if you have a Zune and it still works. Oh, God, a <laughs> Zune.
1: Yeah, I don't... It is it is weird, and I just wonder at what point, since we're saying CDs will be the new records, like, I just... I can't wait to hear someone say, yo, dude, I've got, like, Backstreet Boys Millennium on CD. You want to listen to it and smoke?
2: Sh- <laughs> dude, you don't understand, man. You, get, you capture so much better sound instead of those stupid mp3 players man that's like so it's digital so, that's so digital man you really want to get a hear on that cd like it's so warm <laughs> it's got that wave file burned in yeah, on it. yeah man it's <laughs> awesome
1: like when you turn it up you get know, that distortion you can't get that on
2: mp3 <laughs> I, found, I found my dad's mixed cassette from back in the- <laughs> like that's
1: what it's gonna be like they're gonna like play mixtapes and like smoke weed that's what it's gonna be in like 20 years and they're gonna think it's the coolest thing ever just Dude. like, oh man, Dude. what happened? Like, oh you just get it like a pencil and you wind the tape back. You, in.
2: you ain't heard nothing yet until you listen to an Ariana Grande song on a cassette, man. That's just where you get it. It's just man, the warmth That might go for like a thousand dollars. Do they even make those?
1: Like I wanna I wanna go find an Ariana Grande rec, on or album on cassette.
0: Somebody's
2: made it. I have to.
0: God, but it's probably in if a I was famous, I'd like do it, out, it anyway. I'd do it, it anyway. It's just it's, to do it. It's a country that's outlawed streaming, like they don't have
1: internet. China, <laughs>
2: Eng- England in a few years. Yeah, like they're trying to block memes.
1: Are they really? What's the name of her album? I, I got to see now. Um, uh, just put Ariana
2: Grande cassette and probably.
1: And I can't spell cassette. That's how long it's been. Someone says DIY cassette. I don't know. yours truly, Amazon Music. Um, no, They don't sell it on cassette They
2: just have audio CD
1: They won't
2: See if I was famous I'd do every single thing I could possibly do Like I'd have everything I'd have a stack of them just sitting in a closet somewhere Just CD, to say I got one vinyl,
0: cassette, 8 track
2: Yep Betamax <laughs> Whoa <laughs> I got my live show on this laser disc here.
1: <laughs> I don't know if this is real, but I see Ariana Grande' "Dangerous Woman." That's fake.
2: I can, <laughs> I can see they didn't do that great of a job. Yeah, on the Photoshop there.
1: Someone has "Take Care" by Drake. No, this is Ariana Grande. Okay, they're just putting stuff on vinyl on on cassette. This is granted.
2: Funny. The- <laughs> Ariana Grande probably doesn't even know what a cassette is. <laughs> um, I've seen pictures of them before. I didn't know.
0: Uh, let's take a look at the. Uh, the billboard charts here um number one the number one song this week is i like it by love and hip-hop legend cardi b
1: yeah someone Uh, told me bad buddy and jay balvin that was happening i i i I did listen to
2: god i don't even know who those other people are i know cardi b that's the extent of that we (laughs) went to
1: um we were going somewhere i forget where she was like
2: let's listen to cardi b
1: and this song like she's obsessed with cardi b it's one of kendra's friends She's like she and I am not joking. She called her the Beyonce of rap, and I was trying to be. I was I, now I don't know if she listens to this. She'll probably get mad at me if she hears it. I just was like, oh okay, and I just kept trying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the Beyonce of rap. I don't know if, but yeah, she's like too, now this is number far. one. Too far, but she does. She does join some. Does it mean because uh, there's
2: a lot of syllables in both their songs? Is that why?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she make both make noise. I I mean you can compare them.
0: I didn't get it. She does uh, join some elite company, including Beyonce and Mariah Carey, as far as female artists having two number one singles from their debut album. Uh, I think this is her this is her third number one. I think I don't know the. Th- I thought this
1: was her second because she it, had she had a uh, bodak, bodak yellow. yellow.
2: It just makes sense. People who buy these albums want to see something that like, maybe I could be this way too, and so they see how her talent level and say, well, damn, I could be a rapper, right? Well, yeah, I think they, and they,
0: I think it like her, because that
2: explains why number two is there, that, and he died. That, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Sad by XXX XXXTentacio, AKA the extension Extension cord. Cord. (laughs) Uh, Number three, Lucid Dreams by Juice World. I've not heard that. Number four. I love his
2: name. That's that's all I need. (laughs)
0: Girls Like You by Adam and the Levines. Featuring Love and Hip Hop legend Cardi B. Number five, Psycho by Sirius Malone, featuring Ty Dollaside. Number six, Nice for What by The Perpetual Kentucky Recruit. Number seven, Boot Up by Ella May. Number eight, No Tears Left to Cry by The Strongest Ponytail <laughs> in the Game. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, God's <clears throat> Plan by The Perpetual Kentucky Recruit. And number 10, Meant to Be by B.B. Rexa and The Nickelback
2: of Country. <laughs> 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 no, I'm sorry, man. Nickelback's got a little more talent than that. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, At least they're like b sides. There are other tracks. You, they, you actually hear music like talent.
3: Oh, God.
2: All right. I don't care how much Alabama's on the boombox, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is their jam. They used to be my jam. All right. The uh,
0: Billboard 200. These are the top 10 albums. Debuting at number one, Pray for the Wicked by Panic
1: at the Disco. Okay, so hold on. So they had 27,000 vinyl Vinyl records sold, and this just came out. (laughs) Pre-order. I told you, I, I Jack no idea. White
2: is buying all these albums. <laughs> Jack White bought. It. Look, he's hoping to get this thing started.
1: They sold twenty-seven thousand vinyl records the first. Wow. Okay. Panic. Do your thing. I guess. Number two question mark by XXX
0: Tentacion. Number. So
2: does he say that in the hook?
0: What? Oh, All that's right. just the album. Question
2: mark? No, was just- uh, no. it's just
0: a question mark. that's the, that's the title. He was curious. <laughs> Number three: "Beer Bongs and Bentleys" by Sirius Malone. Number four: "Everything Is Love" by The Carters. Number five: 17 by XXXTentacion. Number six, Dan
1: and Shay by Dan and Shay. I have no idea who they are. (laughs) That
2: is the least country, country country band I have ever heard in my life.
1: Yeah, they're like if you took Rascal Flatts and made them even lighter.
2: They remind me of um, B.B. Mac, but for country. (laughs) That is a good, uh, that is a
1: very good, Yeah.
2: I know. Like, one time, I was, I was on a country station, and they're about to play that song, and you could just hear the frustration in the radio guy's voice. <laughs> He's like, I mean, "It's not my, it's not my cup of tea." But uh, yeah, we, um,
1: uh, we got some We, we, we got to yeah. play
2: this song, so They play it. I'm like, "How do you, how would you get away with that?" Like, I thought radio hosts weren't supposed to like bash the song they're about to play. But he was seriously just like, "I'm just disappointed."
0: It's like it, I thought it was like scripted in what they had to say. It probably that, was. He broke script. <laughs>
2: He's just like, what the f- is this?
0: He's <laughs> like, why we got no? Why we? Why are we playing this? We're country station. For people who listen to our Payola episode, we know the DJs have no control.
2: Yeah, it's like, hey, look, but I, I've already but, played they, Taylor Swift like ten times, even though <laughs> none of these songs are country. <laughs> she hadn't done a country song in like ten years.
1: What the hell is this dan and shea crap <laughs> the song. play the song song um, uh i
2: quit at
0: number seven goodbye and good riddance by juice world juice
2: world <laughs> heard about him five minutes ago and i'm already the biggest fan his biggest fan I don't know.
0: number eight invasion of privacy by love and hip-hop legend cardi b
2: number nine
0: it's is back. back in the top 10 it is back the greatest showman soundtrack
2: the glossing over of um Barnum. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, oh yeah, it was it was all it's all about dancing and love and a horrible person who was a piece of shit to everybody. <laughs> 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 let's listen up. No, 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 that's no, okay. It's okay.
0: So, I have to ask you, Ben, did you stream This Is Me this week?
1: Nah, actually I did not. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I, I keep thinking you're helping them. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> At number ten,
0: it was number one last week, Young Blood by Five Seconds of Summer.
1: Oh, they stayed in there. Young Blood?
0: Okay. All right, and now the Artist One Hundred. Chris, if you're not familiar how how we figure this list is configured, um you'll be in the top ten. Uh well you'll be num- you could be number one if you one come out with an album or two, you die.
1: Yeah.
2: I see from the list of people that, that that's Yeah. Yeah. So number one
0: this week is Panic at the Disco because they came out with an album. Mm -hmm. Number two is XXXTentacion. He was number one last week because he died. Uh, One week, uh, Linkin Park was number one. Tom Petty. Tom Petty was number one. The Cranberries were number Number one. (laughs) one. Yeah,
1: it's really sad. Like it's like someone died. Tweet, tweet, tweet.
0: Uh, There was somebody else.
1: Were we, was
0: Soundgarden or Chris Cornell I think so. There?
1: Yeah, I think they were. So, yeah.
0: Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty. dark parameters <laughs> for this list. Number three, Sirius Malone. Do we take him seriously yet? I don't know. Well, once he bathes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's,
0: that's what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, the perpetual Kentucky recruit. <clears throat> um... Who now appears like we he we thought he thinks he's from Houston. He thinks he's from Atlanta. I think if you listen to his current album, he thinks he's from Memphis now. Yeah. Or New Orleans. He walked there once. <laughs> Some southern city. <laughs> uh was it ten feet off of Beale? I yes. believe, I believe it <laughs> uh number five, the retired or unretired two K legends. I don't know how they're still
2: well, it's because my son will not stop asking for whatever it takes and <laughs> believe it because that's all he wants to hear is really her. he's the biggest Imagine Dragons fan. And he doesn't even know who they are. <laughs> but dude, I, I it, the only songs he ever asked is
1: imagining for are, Dragons. <laughs> yeah,
2: The only songs he ever asked for Imagine Dragons song man. I can just put that on repeat and it's the only way I can calm him down. He knows mm-hmm. most of the words. It was only he just turned five Thursday, uh, Tuesday. Whoops. So, you bad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember it. Oh, God. <laughs> um,
0: I bet. I'm, yeah, I'm
1: but... making a bet right now. They're probably on the new 2K. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they're on the new 2K. They were on there for like three years straight.
2: I'll tell you whatever it takes. Got a good beat. I like it. Good song. So that might be in. There. Market
1: is going to be on 2K when they release Gotta a trailer.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Number six, love and hip hop legend Cardi B. Number seven. We're still kind of worried about them. But not them. as worried. Not as worried because they, I feel like they defected to America. And they're, they're making some money. <laughs> and, and they don't have to you know, share an email address or a, a, chicken or a cup nugget. of soup. Or a chicken <laughs> nugget. <laughs> <laughs> number eight, the Carters. And number nine, Adam and the Levines. And number ten, the most influential artist in black music. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Being sued
1: by black people. By everyone. <laughs> by everyone. <laughs> and it's gonna be it's like we will not preside over Ed Sheeran be the world. <laughs> <laughs> how does the world how does Ed Sheeran plead not guilty? How does the world I don't know. This would be interesting, but yes, he is being sued by
2: Song Adulter.
0: <laughs> All right, so um we talked about uh Panic at the Disco. They have the number one album. They're the number one uh, artist of the week. And Brendan Urie, the lead singer, has come out with some news. He's come out as pansexual. Um, and what does pansexual
1: mean again? I don't remember. Chris, you looked it up, right?
2: Uh, it. Yeah, he's attracted to. So let's see. It just says, people. Uh, yeah. Regardless of gender or sexual orientation.
1: Yeah. So yeah, pansexuality or. Omnisexuality is the sexual, romantic, or emotional attraction towards people regardless regardless of their sex or gender. Yeah, So
2: yeah. So what I said.
1: Basically, what he said. Yes.
2: Dick. <laughs> <laughs> which is acceptable. <laughs> <right in there. laughs> Does it matter? It doesn't matter.
1: Does it matter? Um.
0: So I was trying to find the story of. Hey, <laughs> which- good for him, <laughs>
2: man. I wish I had that much freedom. <laughs> Like you basically just like walk into a room is like, hey, I'm
0: down with in, everyone. Baby. It's yeah.
2: like a all you can eat buffet at that point. I don't mm. give
0: a fuck. So yeah, he's um Yeah, that's about it.
1: Uh was was it Do
2: you think that's the, why he went to number
0: one? <laughs> is that why yeah, that's why people bought it? <laughs> Probably wouldn't
1: hurt. He got the LGP plus.
0: Plus? Yeah, there's a plus <laughs> in there
1: now, yeah. There's okay. a plus. Um Yeah. I was hoping there. I'm on Urban Dictionary, and I thought there would be a funny definition, but they're all very serious definitions. So, uh, uh, He says
0: in an interview, I'm married to a woman, and I'm very much in love with her, <laughs> but I'm not opposed to a man because, to me, I like a person. Yeah, I guess you could qualify me as pansexual because I don't really care.
2: But he didn't say anything else. Like He, he just used two genders, which would make him bi, right? Yeah. He didn't really... Well, he didn't really dig into the rest of it.
0: Yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, because with panther that that should also clu- include transgender yeah. people. And so he uh, should be into the next person we're going to mention. And asexual. Mm-hmm. And what is the Q? I thought uh, the questioning. I guess for people who don't know yet.
1: I don't know. It's something. I think
2: yeah, it's but, something like that. But what does the Q mean, and then see if it's gotten on Sesame Street yet.
1: And it's really funny because all I typed in was L-G-T-B-Q. First thing, what does the Q stand for? Uh, the letter Q is sometimes added to the end. It can refer to queer That's what or I questioning. Thought. I
2: thought it was queer, but it's queer or questioning. But, like, all the other ones. equal. Yeah. Que- like
1: We're not allowed to ask questions. Uh, yeah. You're not allowed to ask. We're, not, we're not. They'll take our show away, Greg. They'll take our show away. That's how this works now. They'll, they'll take our show away if we ask too many questions. So,
0: um, I guess this is the, I guess the timing is, um, uh, I guess I wouldn't say interesting, but maybe it was just time. Like, well, I might as well say this. Yeah. Um, the album's coming out. It's already done. Jack White already bought
1: 27,000 albums for us. <laughs> yeah. I had no clue. He was, I didn't know he was married. So yeah. I wonder if death of the bachelor is about him getting married. <laughs> I think it it is. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just joking. Okay. So, um, is this something you say congratulations to? I don't know, but do we we can say congratulations to? Hold
2: up. hold up. Hold what are up. you doing? You, you can jump to the next one? Yeah, I was, but right, he just wants to he wants to get on that band. I really do. Like, so <laughs> on, let's get to it. All right, that's fine. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, it's kind of congratulations. Um, I guess to him to be to be open and free. If if he felt like he was being kind of held to a standard, and he couldn't say it. So it's yeah. great that he can actually say it. I mean, it's I
1: don't know. No, that's I mean that is a good point. Um, maybe it's a, I, I mean I've never come out as anything, but I imagine to Still come waiting. out as something. ha. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's very it can be very difficult, it's, you know. It's
2: my month in the pool, I believe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right month, wrong year. <laughs> um, well,
2: I kept July throughout. I was figuring like it was hot; it would be the perfect time to come out. That's <laughs> why. I've had July for the last five years. I'm thinking another three or four, I think as well. We're going
1: to, have to reevaluate. So, but yes, congratulations, I guess. Yay. We're happy for him. Yeah. He, he can be himself.
2: Now, if he just stops shaking when he sings.
1: Are we talking about Britain? years? He's yeah. got a very oh, shaky okay. vibrato. Oh yeah. yeah it's more vibrato than normal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and I guess it'd be interesting to note like the dynamic of his marriage yeah as far as being pansexual and look some people are jealous that's all i'm saying <clears throat>
1: yeah she might not like it like you can like what you want but you better not goddamn get it <laughs> uh,
2: and maybe she's cool with it like i don't as long as you don't have sex with another woman i'm fine <laughs> like what so yeah i'm like, the only woman in your life <laughs> and you can go have fun with everybody else <laughs> so
1: what if it's a woman that identifies as a man is that Okay, for him to do?
2: Yeah, that's
0: covered. If he's, um, if he, that's what he's attracted to. But I'm saying, is his
1: wife gonna be okay with that? I I don't know. It's like, she's (laughs) like, no, 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 no. She identifies as a man. So it's okay. depends
2: on how open minded she is. Now, if she's stuck on the uh, gender binary and all that stuff, then obviously I think she'd have some problems. But if she's just as cool as he is, then she probably doesn't care.
1: Yeah. Like for today and today only, Scarlett Johansson identifies as a man. (laughs) 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 And then tomorrow, She'll go back to being a woman. But today she says she's a man, so it's okay. It's all right.
2: Um, she goes by scar. scar. <laughs> we watched the Lion King, she's going by scar for the day. Scar okay?
0: Johansson. All right, so uh
2: worked for my wife.
0: You go ahead and try it. Hey. <laughs> uh but another um uh artist or songwriter turned producer. Uh, came out as transgender. Yes, um, I asked Chris and Ben about this before we started recording. They're familiar with the name uh, Teddy Geiger. Yeah, yep. who had the song "For You I Will," which
1: was from I'm not sure what year that was. Underage thinking.
2: No, he said year. No, what year? Oh, was what said?
1: year? Oh, that was, uh, that was like 2006. 2006. 2006. That was a
2: banner year for underage thinking.
0: <laughs> 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 um. Uh, well, she has come out as transgender after years of confusion and anxiety. Geiger revealed her biggest secret to Instagram followers and embarked on a road to a happier future, being her true self. Uh, this was an article in the New York Times <clears throat> about life after transitioning, working with some of today's biggest pop artists, including Shawn Mendez. Wow, uh, Christina Aguilera. I know she worked on her most recent album. And being a high-powered transfi- transgender figure in the
1: Hollywood scene. I didn't realize she co-wrote Stitches. Huh. She's getting paid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and in the story, she hadn't talked about it with her closest friends. But then, you know, one day, well, people were seeing that she's dressing in women's clothing and wearing makeup. And she just said, should I post this? on Instagram and, you know, the statement or whatever it was. Yeah. And everyone encouraged her to, to do it.
2: Uh, next thing they do is encourage her to pick some clothes that will make her look like a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, saying, I, I'm yeah. all for that, but you know, come on now. Like you ain't trying. <laughs>
1: I just put it this way. Still looks better than Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner. <laughs> better than Caitlyn Jenner.
2: And like, like I said, we talked about it before. Like, like Caitlyn Jenner's like 60 and like a built athlete. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> the more effeminate Teddy. Soon as um,
1: soon as Caitlyn Jenner got out of the operating room, straight to the gym, <laughs> pumping
0: iron. Uh, one thing that was interesting <clears throat> is that um, Geiger and Sean Mendez are, are good friends, <laughs> and Sean Mendez. Was trying to sing like Teddy Geiger, I guess the 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 male, I would think, right? I, I don't I don't know if
1: Teddy Geiger sings any different now. I don't want to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess we won't know until she releases an album. Sorry, when... Well, no, this is a uh, this is a, a solo song called
0: "I Was in a Cult." What? Hold on a second, let me uh oh boy. Oh boy.
2: I mean was that a play on something, or was she actually in a cult? <laughs>
1: <laughs> she sounds the same. It's more distorted. The terrible punk singer. Huh? She didn't say the good stuff for herself. <laughs>
2: That's the one that the Black Keys wouldn't cut for. Yeah. So she'd it for herself.
1: That does sound like it could be in, uh, in the something that the Black Keys would do.
2: Yeah. It sounded uh, too tight to be the Black Keys, obviously. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would make it sloppier. But uh, vocally, it was about the same. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Teddy, you weren't... Is Teddy British? Because she sure as hell was trying.
0: And there was a lot of... Um... Uh, looks like part of it before the transition fame was difficult to deal with. Um what fame? as as the as a male, uh he had the hit song and album. Uh it was a was it a movie um with Rain Wilson. Oh Rocker. The Rocker. The Rocker. I never saw that movie. Um know. opening for Hillary Duff on tour.
2: Oh, man, that's that's pressure right there. Um, <laughs> was that, that, wh- kind, that is. What, what <laughs> that is a, is a lot of pressure. What state fair was that at?
1: Like, <laughs> I would, well, it depends. Are hmm. we talking about, like, the Girl Can Rock era Hillary Duff? Are we talking about, which, like.
0: Which one was Jason Hook on? Which one I think he was in the Girl Can
1: Rock era. Because if it was that era, okay, then she's playing arenas. If it's like I'm like loving the sunshine, yeah, what state fair was
2: that? <laughs> Yeah, but when she's playing arenas, is it like packed out arenas or is it like most like ones where they like they have to quarantine cor- like they quarantine off, everything off and everything except for this one little panel a like pathway of like two hundred people to make it look like it's a big album or a we like had
1: another sell out and it's like three hundred people. <laughs> It's like the album's doing well. All right. All, the, t-
2: all the parents are in the skybox and so they're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> all the little teeny bobbers are down there. I, love
0: you, I know that. That reminds me of, um, have you heard of Logan Paul or Jake Paul?
1: Yeah. Oh
0: God. There was this guy I saw on YouTube. He went to one of their shows. Uh, you I think it was shows? Jake Paul. Yeah. Jake Paul has, he's on tour. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> but They were at like house of blues in Orlando. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go see the show just to see what, what is, how did he make a show out of like, it's everyday, bro. How do you have a soul concert? And it was mostly teen, teenagers or, and, and such, but with their parents, their parents are like all at the bar, just <laughs> getting hammered. <laughs> That's what uh, I would do.
1: <clears throat> yeah. No,
2: would why? You- you'd be out in the middle of the <laughs>
1: Well, it depends. Logan Paul, no. Hillary Duff, yes. I'm I'm jamming out to Hillary Duff. I ain't ashamed of it.
2: So you hear? Ah, oh my God! That's these girls right. need to be quiet. That's Ben. That's been. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, would you take your son to see a Jake Paul show?
2: Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: well, if he's like, Dad, I really want to go.
2: He- hell <laughs> no. Nah.
0: But Dad, it's free. No. Nah. No, nah, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no. Nah.
2: You know what else is free? You sit on that couch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, will Teddy Geiger be changing her name to something else? That's what well, I It would know. have been changed right now. Yeah, because this did happen in October, yeah. It would have been changed. Hmm. So, she still goes by John Theodore Geiger? That's got to be so <laughs> confusing. That's got to be so confusing.
2: Well, she hasn't fully transitioned from any of the pictures, it looks like, at least.
1: Not fully. So, I mean, is she. So maybe she's waiting. I guess you don't know if she's going to go through surgery or the, not either. The
2: official um, reveal will be on Oprah or something like that or Ellen. I don't know.
1: I could see it being on o, o. The Own. What is it? Own? Own Network? Yeah.
2: Or sit down with whoever it was that Caitlin sat down with.
1: Who did Caitlin sit down with? Was it Barbara Walters?
2: I think it was or something like that. One of those night shows.
1: I don't know. 60 minutes. <laughs> Watch her transition.
2: I'm sorry. I just. I don't understand. Like, he's talking she's talking about the fame and how hard it was like you had one hit yeah and it wasn't that well, big yeah. of a hit.
1: <laughs> maybe that was enough not to mention isn't the music industry typically kinder to men than it is to women so like i wonder like what like i mean like was there was there constant pressure hey we need another hit like that everyone gets that pressure like everyone wants another hit like
2: or was it like hey you need to have sex with more of these women and it's like oh, i don't <laughs> want to do that but like, you need to, yeah. Like, I do I, I mean, I don't see that because the sexuality, like, yeah, woman sexuality is like a big thing. So I don't see how the man. If went. anything,
1: it might. It's gonna get harder. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I mean, people are gonna know that he, she transitioned. Excuse me. Excuse me. But like, yeah. If anything, it's like with female artists, like once you hit thirty. They start talking about like, all right, um, are you going to get plastic surgery? Are you going to
2: put on some more clothes? What are you doing? Yeah.
1: Like it's, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what she does. Yeah. All right. Um, Well.
2: Best of luck. Best of luck.
0: Yeah. That will uh, do it for our music news. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yes. We know the fire festival, Uh, Billy McFarlane lost a $5 million lawsuit to two people. We know he ain't got it, man. He doesn't. We know he ain't got it. And uh, Catherine McPhee maybe. from American Idol fame is engaged to the David Foster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Will she win a Grammy after burying him? Uh, depends on if he if he was, I don't know if he's retired, but if he comes out of retirement to work with her, maybe.
2: <laughs> he's like, like no, nah, baby. Come on, baby. I need you to work no, nah, you ain't good. <laughs> We're married. You can't say that. I just did. I just did. <laughs>
0: And then she. Are
2: you trying to ruin my career? <laughs> she, she
0: sneaks into the room with the piano with the 14 Grammys on oh it. Oh, God. Night. He'd probably divorce her. <laughs> and she like, she, like, picks one up just to look at it, and an alarm goes off.
1: <laughs> 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 he runs in there with she, a gun.
2: Every time she walks in a room, she starts trying to sing, like, oh, I have this idea. Shut up. Look, we're <laughs> married as me and you, not producer and you. So, no, no, no. <laughs> Baby, you never do anything for me, like birthday. And I never will. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? I want you to work on a song, something that's hey, something, uh, else. something else. Something else. Something that's cheap. You want with? an iPad? You wanna... I'll buy you an island. Leave me alone. It's <laughs>
1: just one of your talent. <laughs> I
2: have your reputation.
0: <laughs> um. So let's get to
1: Ben's earworm of the week. Tell us about it. Um. It's a band called Protest the Hero. I don't remember where I heard this song. Um, but it's really cool. It's probably the only math rock song that I like. I don't know why I like it. They do a lot of really wild crazy things. Yeah, so. Enjoy it. It's it's basically music someone called it musical masturbation. Like that's all it is. It's just it just sounds really good.
2: That's better be. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> disappoint <right>. me. <laughs>
1: so this is
0: Clarity by Protest the Hero from their album Volition, and we'll be right back. by Protest the Hero from their album, Volition. You can find that along with our other DTT YHT earworms playlists. Uh, well, our other earworms on the playlist on Spotify.
1: They took another song. Um, uh, Daydream is no longer uh, on Spotify, so... Daydream by so, yeah. uh I forget the name of the band. Big but, Story, yeah, Big Story. Yeah, is I see that it's it is grayed out. They're no longer even on Spotify altogether. So yeah.
2: it pissed me off doing that stuff. I, um, the Kelly Clarkson version of a grown up Christmas list had on my Christmas playlist, and like every year, it'll go away for like a month or so, or a couple of weeks into December, and then it'll yeah. come back. I'm like, the hell. <laughs> Y'all just settle this and leave it on there, please.
0: Well, I guess that was the uh, the sacrifice for Robbie Dupree. I guess so. <laughs> I'm sad. I have to listen to it on YouTube now, but it is what it is. All right. Well, let's get to our, our topic here um, that uh, Chris suggested to us. Yeah. Bands that were successful after changing their sound. Uh, just to think about that is... It's a big risk, right? Is it? Or is it like something demanded from record companies? Like what
2: well, most of from- us were like they they came out, they're they, they were popular. They obviously were signed to that genre or to that particular style. Yeah, for what they did. And then the next album is just either like completely different or it's uh, you can tell it was it's like forced. It's yeah. definitely not what they were signed to do. It's just what I guess the labels determined this will make you famous or make us more money
0: so what got you to thinking about that
2: um uh, incubus i was listening to some incubus the other day and i was like man you just tell how um, different album to album is for them and i was (laughs) like well you know they i think they matured a little more and some of that some of their that moving away from one to another could have been for popularity and for like to be more commercial but i think some of it also was just how they as they got older, they might not have, they might've felt like the need to go Just chill it out. <laughs> yeah, chill it out. But they, they changed their, um their drug of choice. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, after that, I was, I was hanging out with a drummer and he had mentioned, he starts talking about Metallica cause he was like, Oh, my favorite albums are like Ride the Lightning and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't really get into them until black. Uh, my favorite albums from them were black load and reload. Yeah. And like, Oh yeah, you're just you know, one of those, like mm-hmm. you're not a true Metallica fan. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean Like i just i don't like trash, <laughs> and we talked but about that on I that like, discussion too yeah.
0: we had we had we have an episode about uh Metallica's black album and how it was a departure from what they did before um you had those fans pop, two essentially camps. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's one of their it's their most successful album today yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: but they you know there was um there was criticism, of course, because it was the first full album after Cliff Burton. Yeah. Um, you know, it was the first one with Jason Newstead, and they were all going through stuff.
2: And and, and then they cut their hair for and, load, and Oh, blew, no. That blew uh, everyone's uh, mind. I <laughs> think
0: more people were upset about well, them that, cutting yeah, their hair like, than yeah. that album that they You're
2: made. To where outs, they or essentially I just didn't, went want a, I didn't want long hair. Like, well, was <laughs> it Jason Newstead
1: said in there, yes, we sell out. Every venue, every time we play. <laughs> but, uh,
2: but I mean, yeah. I, I, I've been in that camp, not the Metallica one. Obviously, I'm on the opposite side. But like, our arguments constantly about Linkin Park. <laughs> I was a huge Hybrid Theory fan, and when they changed up, like completely went like pop, and like the rap aspect was almost completely gone. And the one, the rap that was in there was very like tame um, compared to what
1: they were. Yeah,
2: I was just like, what the hell is this? <clears throat> Meanwhile, Ben just shows up like, "Dude, I love this new <sighs> album." Minutes to
0: midnight. Hey, man. Park
1: sucks. Like, minutes hybrid, to midnight. Hybrid theory
2: sucks. What the hell is that? Like-
1: <laughs> I love minutes to midnight. It's they went more U two than they were before, and I think maybe that's why. I just I don't know. I felt like there were so many layers. I'm, I, I get it. I I have come around at least to what, um, hybrid theory was to respect it.
0: Oh, sorry about that. I still had uh, the protest the up. hero album cover up <laughs> this um, whole time.
1: <laughs> I, I respect what they've come around, what they what they were back then. So, like, it's I have come around to at least respect that. I just didn't like the album that much. I just, right. I couldn't get into it. And then, you know, when Minutes to Midnight comes out, it's just more my style. I, and I mean...
2: You, know, you, yeah. you have your people that, you know, I liked them like this one, and then they changed it, and now I don't like them anymore. Um, but then there's, there's other albums that or other bands that I, I dug everything they did from beginning yeah. to end. Like uh, Incubus, like I, I can't think of an album. I just absolutely hated yeah. of theirs, even though they did go, like, I mean, science was the first one I really liked. I didn't really like fungus among us. Um, I, I thought it was brutal, <laughs> but, uh, science was, it blew my mind, blew my mind. Cause it's like funk <clears throat> rap. Uh, yeah. Uh, They're all rock, over the place fun there. rock and it was crazy. And then mm. you go to make yourself, which is more almost post grunge. Yeah, I mean, it had aspects that you still made it Incubus, but it was still it was a lot more structured. You know, like uh, what a, what a song's supposed to be. In, yeah. <laughs> um, and, but it, everything was great. Like from beginning to end, I can listen to that album yeah. and not not skip a track. And then the next, like Morning View and all that stuff, were just.
1: That's when they started really experimenting with sounds. Yeah. They got really close to being in, of course, we played with, you know, Matt for oh, yeah. <laughs> God knows how long we played with him. And, you know, that's basically other than 311, his favorite band. Mm. And I know it's been Mike Isinger, the guitar player from Incubus, is who I feel he has modeled himself after. Yeah. Like with his like his huge board of pedals. um, And I remember the first time we played with him, I was like, this he can literally recreate every sound yep. from an Incubus song. Like, we're like, oh, let's play this song. He dials it up. It's like, Do 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 Okay, he just played the beginning to "Nice to Know You." <laughs> yeah, like right. he just played the beginning to make a song. It's... Yeah, yeah. every
2: cover a song, it's all it like. If we cover the Incubus song, you're damn well gonna get the guitar sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna sound exactly like the yeah. guitar sound on the album because he's got that locked in.
1: Um, all the pedals he plays, the PRSs, he's got the whole thing. Um And but yeah, I mean, what you said is like you know the first album. Which I don't really know, Fungus Among Us. I don't even know what's on that. I know it's on science, and yeah, very rock, very funk inspired, very jazz inspired too. Yeah. That
2: bass, the the bass is bass driven, and it's very bass driven.
1: And the guitar player is playing like on like I think of Summer Romance. Think of uh, Deep Inside, like the solo to Deep Inside. It's like a clean solo, and it's very jazz. It's like something you'd have heard out of like the '40s jazz um and then they go to make yourself which is like like you said more modern rock and then after that it's just like they kept kind of progressing till we get to what love hurts <laughs> which is like a very slowed down ballady song that you probably would have never heard from them before yeah. do you think that it's uh because th-
0: this a band like experimenting with stuff and kind of changing changing it up with each uh album do you think that like as a fan is that what you wonder? Like, what are the what do how do fans see it? Do they see it mm-hmm. as oh, they're progressing, they're they're trying new things, or yeah. why didn't they do the last thing they did? Yeah, I think it depends on the,
2: <laughs> the people. You, you're gonna have you're gonna have fans that are gonna say you know you didn't you didn't do what I wanted. But yeah, you don't sound like what I liked before. You're gonna have the other fans like well, I mean they're they're progressing with the times or they're progressing <laughs> or they're they're stretching their Music. Like, so I, I don't know.
0: Um, I, I don't know if you were like this, but did you? We, we talked about uh, Hybrid Theory on an episode. There, it seemed like there were fans that wanted Hybrid Theory again and again this and guy. again. So this okay, guy. you are one of those. <laughs> You're in that camp.
2: I am in the camp, and, so, and it's not. I guess it's not just like uh, that type of fans going to do that to every single band. Because I don't. There's bands that I love. Like, uh, Nonpoint, one of my favorite bands, um, from the first one I listened to, which had Mind Trip and all that on the that, that album, to, and then they jumped to the next album, which had, like, Your Signs and that, and it, it was definitely another thing where it went from, like, heavy, heavy, hard rock yeah. to, like, this pop, um, com- over-commercialized songs. I still like the songs. I just can see that they definitely jumped that. Because then the next album after that they jumped right back into the heavy stuff like it's almost like they were like, okay that's not gonna work <laughs> the labels were just like yeah don't do that ever again please yeah so like every album after that they went straight heavy again uh, a little more produced but still like heavy yeah and I had no problem with the other album I bought that second album um because I liked the band and I liked what they did but uh, with Lincoln Park I just I didn't like I just don't like the the songs that came out after um that I mean Meteor there was a couple of songs on like Meteora, I Meteora, there you go, whatever. That was, that was okay. Yeah. In my opinion, but no, I did like Meteora.
1: i liked, um, I didn't like the first one. Like, um, I can't think of the name of, but I liked, um, faint. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked breaking the habit and I liked easier to run. Cause I did like, so the one song I did like from hybrid theory was crawling and easier to run was basically that album's crawling. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: sure so what did, I'm looking, but I feel like Meteor that was
1: there. You could kind of see them, and I think with some uh, some somewhere artists, you can see the uh, somewhere I belong. Yeah, I didn't the like person. that song. Lying from you, didn't like that one. Run, faint, breaking the habit, <clears throat> numb,
0: was numb. I did not like numb. I, I didn't, didn't like, like numb. Yeah, numb was on Meteor, so yeah, y'all mm-hmm. didn't like that either? I didn't like numb. But
2: the yeah, you can see the pro- you can yeah. see it coming. The progression exactly. was going through from. And sometimes you can't. Sometimes it's a straight cut. It's a cut. straight, yeah. But for that one, yeah, you could definitely see it. Because they were going farther away from the rap. And it was more like... Chester kind of,
1: was singing more. Yeah,
2: Chester was singing more. The raps were even more just melodic. Yeah. Kind of little like four,
0: well, do you think four that... to
2: eight words and that was it. And it was he didn't rap anymore and it was all Chester. Yeah. And that's why like I didn't like it after that. And I like... Is Ch- um, it Chinoda, or Chinoda? Chinoda, yeah. yeah. Chinoda. I, I like his rap style. And so, like when Ford Minor was releasing stuff, I was excited when he did that stuff with the Executioners. That was awesome. That was some good stuff. So, like, I I, obviously since I like that aspect more, I didn't really like Chester as much. Like, I liked him singing the hooks, but I wasn't as big of a fan of his voice. Well, do you think that it was nasally and and whiny?
0: Do you think that it was the? uh, Because by the time Meteora came out, that was pretty much the end of new metal. Uh, as far as Limp biscuit and corn, <laughs> yeah, and who else was out there? Um, Those ones that matter. <laughs> it was really corn. Limp biscuit and corn, especially after the after the just... Woodstock '99 no, incident.
2: No edema. <laughs> oh edema. Yeah. Oh yeah. They
0: rapped a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, head PE. Oh, <laughs> I forgot
3: about head PE. Love, P. love e. head PE though. Me
1: too. <laughs> No, I, and I think that had a yes, lot to do is. with them changing because I think they're just like, maybe this won't sell anymore. Will our fans still, you know, be there to support it? Or maybe they're just like, we want to change. Will our fans come with us? And not a lot of fans came with them. I think with those albums, they picked up a lot of new fans mm-hmm. because it was like out of like, and we have a list of bands here, out of all of these bands. I think they made the biggest change to where now they're not even recognizable. Like their last couple albums of albums have well, I mean, been straight EDM.
2: I mean, you can handle I mean, on that list those Metallica, uh, but, and Metallica was, I mean, Metallica, well, Metallica
1: did they slowed down? They yeah, went yeah, yeah. they
2: went from thrash to hard rock. Yeah, they just slowed with down. With like, yeah. that bluesy feel to it, like it, it was completely different. Yeah, if you played those two together, if you went like, I'll play Master of Puppets, and then I'm gonna play yeah. like like this song. Like, ah, nah. I was gonna say
1: too, the Doobie Brothers really, when they got Michael they McDonald. Got Michael McDonald, McDonald. Um,
2: well, that's a different. i think it's a little different because you're going to a different singer or yeah you have to kind of go with that what he does yeah. yeah
1: Well, I get to, did you you say been, the same about Van Halen. Yeah, I was
2: like, Sammy Hagar was Van that Halen big. definitely. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I mean, like Van, but Sammy Hagar was like, I want to get rich. Like he's writing arena rock.
2: Well, he could sing
1: that too. Well, like, he he's could a singer. Sing. So if like,
2: you want to you flex vocal, your vocal superiority, yeah. so you want those big ballads and the soaring, like the soaring singing, and not. Like, but he also yeah! just sounded <laughs>
1: better singing David Lee Roth songs. I'll fight yeah, I also someone. We'll also <laughs> think
0: that um, with. Like with 1984, yeah, it kind of started
1: there. Like with Jump, yeah, they keyboards, yeah, yeah, synthesizers. And he sounds really good singing. <laughs> He's, I've heard live versions like under Live Without a Net DVD or whatever you want to call well, it. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, when we did the yeah. uh, Replace It a Band Member episode, we he played so Jump good. with Sammy Hagar singing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds so much better. <laughs> yeah, Hot Retief, it's everything.
2: like I'm talking like- about fans are all like they're all different so you have those fans that i don't care how much better the band actually is yeah i'm a david lee roth person and that's that's all it's gonna be like yeah. i don't even give you a chance like i don't care if you're like 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 <laughs> old i remember my
1: old guitar teacher from west georgia we were talking about that like in class like in a guitar class and I was like, what, you guys? Because I'm in the same camp. I think that, well, it's not that don't think It is a proven fact. Sammy Hagar is a better singer. Like, that's not like the sky is blue and Sammy Hagar is a better <laughs> singer. Like, it's not even up for debate. Like, I, like seriously. And I was like, you guys don't think Sammy Hagar is a better singer? And he goes, not for that band. I'm like, have you heard him sing David Lee Roth songs? Like, he puts him to shame. Like, he can, like, I can sing, like, David Lee Roth style music, but... I also like to get on the radio.
0: <laughs> well, I think that why people may, ref- may prefer a David Lee Roth was he had a lot more charisma yeah. than Sammy Hagar, and I get it yeah. made the band look more exciting than they actually were. Yeah, it was. It was I think music. the other three guys are kind of boring, <laughs> <laughs> and then you bring in Sammy Hagar, who's also kind of boring too. Yeah, yeah he has his
1: powerhouse voice. Yeah,
0: he did, but. <laughs> he's also as boring as the, boring as the vote, rest
1: of the guys like he was just like he just he kills it you get a consistent concert from him every night out of the worry, which same hager i'm like oh yeah, yeah oh, the same hey, same he, same he, he got 10 hours
0: of sleep at, you know he didn't drink or smoke
1: <laughs> like he take
2: care he, he got to sound check his on voice. time every day like i didn't <laughs> have to like, like, worry hey are we about to go to sleep yeah.
4: right now
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Like, it's he just
4: <laughs>
1: like he just had, like, and he wrote, like, these big, like, the songs are just, and I get it. Like, do you, like, I guess if you want to hear more Hot for Teacher, fine, I get it. But I would prefer to hear Sammy Hagar sing Hot for well, so, Teacher so in you, Panama.
2: You talk to a guitar instructor, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. He was, was going to want that era because that mm-hmm. was when he was shredding constantly. I, like. And
1: I liked his tone better. I think Van Halen's tone sounded better when he started playing with a better singer. It was just like, oh, yeah, I can I can have it a little more clearer. Yeah, let's put some chorus on the clean. Let's make some better distortion. Like, it just—everything about that band got better. <laughs> Everyone played better. <laughs> and I th- I think it's because Simeon Hagar probably came in there and was like, all right, listen, guys, cut the shit.
2: Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> ain't, you ain't going to draw attention away from my voice, son. Yeah. Ha!
1: <laughs> it's just like, we're not going to—we're going to sound better— I feel like I'm, like, running laps. Like, they just sounded...
2: Y'all yeah, gonna quit that shit. <laughs> Die now! Come <laughs> no.
1: on! Like, it just, everything sounded... They just, they sounded tighter. Alex Van Halen sounded like a better drummer. Like, they just all sounded better. It was, you know, I've even, like, even listening to some of their early with, you know, David Lee Roth versus when they had Sammy Hagar. They sounded I, tighter. I, I mean, I kind of... I, yeah, I can understand what you're progressing coming progressing
2: as musicians anyway, well, so that what, would that not have happened if he was still with them? No, okay, no. Yeah. I, like, I Sammy so Hagar was, if is I, the greatest man alive, and everything
1: he touches turns to gold. He's Ellis Cooper. If I listen to Sammy Hagar, is
2: going to sing some Soundgarden pretty soon and blow everyone's fucking
1: mind. If
0: I listen to any Van, any any Van Halen, it's most likely the stuff with with Hagar because mm-hmm. the stuff with with David Lee Roth, outside of Jump. Uh okay, I mean it's uh, fun I'm, music. I'm, I'm, I I would be paying attention more to the musicality part yeah. than his vocals
1: cuz no one is listening to got it bad got it bad what's the most famous part of Hop For teacher the opening the um video. double kick the and, and the music video So yeah the music video too So I mean yeah but um but yeah I mean good point though they changed singers Yeah So you know kind of like the Doobie brothers they changed singers so of course they're going to go in a different direction of how they sound. Um
2: but yeah, we've got stuff like um like we were talking about Sugar Ray, which is a little different <laughs> just because they didn't really change album to album. They just it was song, it. It, it it was song was like, to song. They would throw a couple of songs like towards the radio stuff and the rest would be their actual the heavy stuff. Yeah, what they yeah. wanted, which scared the concert goers when they were going <laughs> and expecting a lot of songs about fly and yeah every morning. Like and what's and this- mean
1: machine? <laughs> like <laughs>
0: These are, do you think there are bands I that go home? <laughs> <laughs> no, make it stop. Do you think there are bands that like changed for like no reason? Like why, like why would you like change it up completely and it was like just a total turnoff?:
1: I don't know, because I mean like a lot of these bands, <clears throat> at least the ones we have on this list, really did it to be more commercial. And so whether they did it, you know, subconsciously and like, you know, like with the, I think we all agree here that Incubus just matured yeah. over time. I don't think they did this to sell more records. They I mean, just matured. I,
2: I think it might've been a mixture. I think they, I mean, I'm pretty sure the record label was like, look, y'all are amazing and awesome, but I don't hear a hit. I don't hear a hit, man. <laughs> Please somebody give me a okay, hit. Okay. How about this? But what? like to the same extent, I think they were, they matured. Cause once they like, make yourself blew, blew it up and yeah, then drive, do whatever yeah. the hell you want. Pearl Jam was another one. I should have added that to the list. Pearl Jam is another one. They they, they changed a lot. And you could tell in that middle section where they didn't care anymore or just spitting out albums to get, get through their contract. Like what,
1: around the 2000s? Or are you talking about the late 90s? I think late 90s, right? Like when they had... Uh... It
2: was after Versus. I like Versus. Okay. A lot of didn't.
1: Was it Vitalogy? Vitalogy or whatever, whichever album. I can't think yeah. of their name. Because they did have some very weird tracks. Because um, I'm like thinking of like Do The Evolution. I don't know what album that was off of. But like... That was a very odd track. Like that was kind of a departure from anything they'd done before, and that was when they stopped being in their videos, wasn't it? (laughs) It was just like, let me see here. Versus Pink, not Pink, no Pearl Jam.
2: Pink. That's what came
1: up for some. Okay, versus had the. the Pink really
2: changed her. uh... Now Now,
1: that is someone. That is someone that did really change. Did she really? From like um, the first album, the The very first
0: one.
2: It was still pop it was more it was r&b, was R&B
1: uh, and the
0: face was trying to make it seem like she might have been black
1: so vital vitality was i don't know any of these songs spin no code what the hell are these i don't know any of these okay yield yeah
2: I told you. They, they spit out given the fly a but a i don't know um,
1: were they just trying to get out of a contract you said
2: yeah
1: so i do remember riot act because th- that came out my freshman year i liked i am mine but at this point, though, I mean, but I guess maybe living off of their past, they just do whatever they want at this point.
2: Oh yeah, and that's and that's another that's another aspect of it is if you're if you're that successful, just do what you want. Yeah, you you, you spit out the songs to get the money, and then after that, it's like I don't care, I'm doing whatever I want. Yeah, unless you're Kelly Clarkson, and then they're like, no, nah, you baby, you, you baby, can't do what you want. Baby, no, nah, <laughs> let's, let's, no. Let's just let someone write your songs for you. But yeah. I got this whole album, no, nah, let's just not do that, baby. Now,
1: <laughs> one band I do think that did it to sell records is Maroon Five. Yeah, that's I a, think that was, was a very blatant, five. like they changed like the from songs about Jane to whatever the hell the next uh, album was.
2: But they didn't have it to. It won't be soon before like, long. That songs about Jane blew up. Yeah, it was really
3: yeah.
0: But the, nec- the mm-hmm. next album, but the next, the very next album, that's when it became yeah. Adam and Le- and the Levine. So one, no, you're right? Yeah, I mean,
2: it, it changed. But I'm saying like they, they didn't, didn't have, have to. to. They could have yeah. been successful. This they, love they were was successful. Huge. Yeah, they were successful. So was um, before that. They just were like, you know what? So Adam, make you feel Adam got, <laughs> got a big head. He's like, yeah, I'm only four foot ten and like scrawny as hell. But all the bitches love me. So it's all about Adam <laughs> Levine.
1: <laughs> and then he got on the voice and it was over.
2: It was Gwen Stefani yeah. all over again.
1: Yeah, it was. Don't
2: speak, because I'm Gwen Stefani.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, and that was just one. Like they had a huge hit with songs about Jane. I don't. So one person I do know, I remember that I um, that played in the jazz combo at West Georgia with me, says it's because they changed drummers. They got a new drummer. But I was like, the change is just too big for it to just be the drummer. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. Like, yeah, if you get a new drummer, something might change. But, like, not like that. And, like, as album after album, I think the, the final straw was, not final straw, but, like, the, the death nail, if you will, was moves like Jagger. Mm-hmm. Like, when they saw, like, oh, we can go straight up pop and get a pop singer, oh, it's over. Like, they they might as well have fired their drummer, because they just started using drum machines, yep. you know? Yeah. Because I think after that, that's when they had Payphone with Wiz Khalifa, the first yeah. of many yeah. rappers they started yeah. collaborating yeah. with. I'll tell you, some,
2: a lot of bands that changed, um, some of the grunge bands, so, like, Bush. Yeah. Bush. Bush than changed. Yeah. Yeah, they went, like, electric and all that stuff. Cause like I mean, they're, for, like, we, j- just jumping from um, 16 Stones... To um razor blade suitcase or whatever or no razor blade suitcase to
1: science um, of things what the science of things with um
2: well they, all three of these I want if you, you to remember if you went there. into um sixteen stones you had all that it was just like straight rock mm-hmm. uh, going at it. and then you sort of razor blade suitcases you had like weird shit like um what was it uh, mouth
1: I love that and, song and, but that's a very weird and, song <laughs> and greedy
2: fly it's like all this more like ep- like the, he's trying to write epics or something yeah um and then you went into like the, the chemicals between us and all that stuff and that album is just it's more electrical uh, electric and then they jumped again
1: Glad in the cable sleep was on that album science yeah, of things yeah, that song. was a that was a weird album it was very it's pretty good album though
2: oh i love i love each album i love bush so <laughs> yeah. um yeah uh war machine all that stuff was awesome
1: but then they went right back to what they were doing before with golden state
2: well i mean when you when you become that like you they kept going and then they came back when you yeah. come back People want to hear an old version of you. Pearl Jam did the same thing. Like when they released that stuff, and they released Brother. Started playing Brother again, even though it was a track from Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, they were started of playing their old stuff and stuff similar to it. Yeah. Soundgarden did the same thing when they came back. Yeah, they, that, they that album mm-hmm. and had all that stuff. Tool when they came back.
1: They, when when did they ever, if they ever make albums, like they yeah. <laughs> they barely make albums. Now, what would you say
0: about the um, uh, the one that we call the fake news of pop music?
1: That's Taylor Swift. (laughs) Um,
0: I think this was the long
1: con for her. Like, I think she, I think she, this is what she always wanted to be. And I think like making the country music was probably just like,
2: I don't think it's the same Taylor Swift. I'm sorry. Look at, look at Taylor Swift when she was singing country music and she looked like a cat. And then look at her now, when she's like scrawny and doesn't look anything like she so, did back then. So day.
0: it's a clone, it's like a, Gucci it's a, is a clone. It's a
2: different Taylor Swift. Pull up old Taylor Swift pictures, and she looks like a cat. I swear to you, she looks like a cat.
1: <laughs> no, she doesn't.
2: She looks like a damn cat. Watch. I'll make this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> look at that, a cat. No, those are that's still new. Like, there you go.
1: Meow. Yeah, she does have kind of the puffy cheeks.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously she was younger. Yeah. She, but like she was younger and then went anorexic and
1: I love that song. <laughs> I did go back and listen to her and I forgot how country she was.
2: when mm-hmm. Listen,
1: that first album. And then oh, you start, yeah, there. like such a strong, and then you hear fearless and it's a little more pop. And then you finally do get to red and it's just like, all right, this is probably the last quote unquote country album. She's going to make. Nineteen eighty nine comes out and it's just like she's completely crossed over, and I, I mean, I and well, when, did,
2: what when was did the she, point? When did Mean come out?
1: Mean was off of. Is um, Speak last, Yourself? Speak Now. That's speak the now.
2: last country song I heard her do. She mean. had
1: one song on.
2: Because that's the last one I heard. Because I listen to country. I listen to all the radio stations. I think the country stations are like the, the only ones i heard is Mean. Yeah. So that's red. The only song they play now is like they considered
1: red pop country, but like you had Begin Again. And you had um, everything has changed was kind of like there were a couple of some no, of her deep that, cuts. That,
0: the song was, it was with Ed
1: Sheeran. Yeah, I don't think that's that's not
0: country anymore.
1: But her her deep cuts were countryier. She didn't release them. The deep cuts were, but then like it was a complete like. there's well, were no the going singles. back. No, the singles were not. No, the singles were twenty two and. I we knew are never you were getting trouble. back together. Oh God, I forgot her first dub steps. Pop step. It's called pop step. <laughs> <laughs> goat. Oh God, that was a very fun song to play.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> um, like when you started screaming the goat part, like, um,
0: oh, that was fun. Well, uh, I guess a way that it worked for someone else um, to change their sound and it brought them into a new tax bracket or stratosphere it was with the Black Eyed Peas by.
2: But well, I was uh, adding a singer, though, again. like Yeah. yeah, like You know, they wouldn't, she wouldn't have much to do if they were going to do the old stuff, so <laughs> they had to do some yeah. more poppy stuff to have. I well, mean, no, but why was she brought it rap- in
1: the first place? I don't, so and that's a good yeah. question, yeah. Like, why? Like, you didn't need her. But then again, you know, if you think about for that first single they had her on the, for the first album, who else did they have? Justin Timberlake. So you could tell, like, we're going in a poppier direction. We got Justin Timberlake.
2: Which was, was also changing his style from album. To album, if you yeah. want to Look at it, like going from his like early stuff of his like, um, well, borderline like dirty pop, but without the other guys. Okay. In the group. Well, well, yeah. So as then, a solo artist, yeah. I don't
0: think he's changed that much. Okay. He had Timberland and Pharrell, On and then year. the <laughs> second one just Timberland. Then the third one, uh, just Timberland again. And, and, then, then, and <laughs> then the fourth one, he has both of them. Again. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the sounds change his stuff's a little more um well he's he's blending other like genres and generations into these songs that are a lot different than just the you know the acoustic with the deep beat or the the classic timberland beat which well he's that's that's before. the now neptunes he's doing, changing their sound yes yeah because
1: so yeah. i will say what's that song he did with chris stapleton that's good stuff that's say something yeah that's different from anything he's ever done um
2: sexy back or not sexy back? Um. What's the one, um, Supplies? can't stop the feeling or whatever.
1: Oh, can't stop the feeling. That no, was Mr. Max Martin himself. Max Martin, yep.
0: He killed that track. Academy Award nominee, Max, Max, Martin. Max Martin. Martin. Yes, <laughs> um, I, I was looking at uh, the watch mojo list of 10 biggest musical sellouts, <laughs> um, and all the way
2: to the bank, son. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I be doing. Sell uh, me
0: out. What they had, Ice Cube on here is like okay, just because he made family movies. Did that change his music?
2: Not no. really. Well, then you can say, <laughs> say Snoop Dogg now peddling everything he possibly can peddle. Yeah. Hey, I'm he, on Joker's Wild. <laughs> he's, yeah. the,
0: he's, the, he's the grandpa stoner. America's yeah. grandpa stoner. Yeah. Uh, but number one they had on the list
1: was, I think it was Green Day. Which didn't really make sense to me. I don't think Green Day's really changed who they are.
2: Yeah, they they like to poke the bear a lot. They're still punk. They're, yeah. Their music's a little different, but I, I, I attribute that more to age. Yeah. Anything they else. can't go as fast as they can. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I'm trying to imagine them playing. Not like not
2: that good anymore, man. Yeah, like. Arthritis is acting off. I got to stop
1: playing. <laughs> like, I'm trying to imagine them playing Welcome to Paradise. Like, that's a crazy fast song.
2: Welcome to Paradise. <laughs> like, it's their Acoustic Hearts Tour. Like it's, like, <laughs>
1: like, it's just, I think that's. So, same thing. Like, I remember Matt was talking about. um... Watching, it was a video of Offspring playing "Bad Habit," oh. and they, it's, it was slowed a little bit more. Like it was like the Woodstock '99 version versus a newer version. They're all older. Like they're like, <laughs> all right, we're not gonna, we're just not gonna be out here reckless playing this. We're musicians, damn it. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna play this the right way. And it's just like that could be the same thing happening to. Green Day, and I don't know if they're like because they made American Idiot and they made Boulevard of Broken Dreams. You can make they also made good runs the time of your life. So they it's not like they went to well, I far. think
0: fans felt like that's when it, they started changing. Nah, bah Humbug. <laughs> With good riddance it's just like they're playing acoustic instruments now. This
1: isn't punk. That was their breakout. Yeah, but man. like
2: once you get a certain age, like punk kind of wears wears thin on you. Like yeah. it's like the yeah. punk is like teen angst. So once yeah. you become a non-teen mm-hmm. It's kind of like, or why are you still pissed off? You made a buttload of money. It's the staying thing all over again. Aaron <laughs> Lewis, like, how can you write another fucking song about depression? You made a million dollars. You're a fucking millionaire. You have a mansion. Go cry in your mansion. Like,
1: And then he did. You yeah. went and
2: cried in this mansion.
1: I, I feel.
2: It's like, how it's... many how many songs about you hating yourself are you going to write before you realize you don't hate yourself anymore? <laughs> when he you made it not again,
1: I was like, what is he? Like, seriously, he's, he's screaming and not again that he's upset. Yeah. I, did, did he porch. perform at City
0: Winery recently?
1: I feel like he did. And Aaron Lewis maybe he does yeah. tour by himself. Yeah,
2: he does a, like a he's like a country artist. Like yeah, a he folk, considers himself a country, country outlaw. Folk, yeah,
1: yeah, that's where the the
0: artists that we knew of in the early two thousands. Oh yeah, they're all at City Winery. They all play at City Winery now.
1: going <laughs> <And laughs> to go to some tour. shows What's
2: really bad is the, the all the artists from the late eighties early nineties country artists play at Middletown and Bremen now. Like Yikes. I see the like they the, we go eat somewhere in Carrollton or something and they'll have like the sign like the thing for like Milltown I uh, tell you who's coming I'm like Tanya Tanya Tucker what really yeah she was there like, I'd go see her like <laughs> all kinds of and then like didn't I,
1: Diamond Rio play there.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Travis Tritt, Travis Trip played there. Um, it was like oh, all if they're these- in Atlanta.
0: That's that's Variety Playhouse. <laughs> that's straight up Variety Playhouse. But yeah, like
2: Miltown Music Hall. all it is is country and gospel. I've never been there. I just I see it. I as think Bo passing. Bice
1: played there once too.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. no, I would I would go check out a show there. If there was an old country let like if had I known Tanya Tucker, I'm not a fan, but just to say, I've seen her live, I'd Mark, go.
2: Mark Chestnut played there. Dwight oh, wow. Yoakum. Dwight Yoakum. I think he was there. I don't know. It was is that is that area uh, era of country artists. We're Hell, all they
1: probably gotten George Jones if he was still alive. <laughs> he might, and I'd go see George. I would go see George Jones. I would have gone to see him. Uh, who so, else did you have listed on there? Uh, we okay. had Train, which kind of went from like this roots rock band to being and bluesy pop bluesy. darlings it's where
0: they've gotten away with like one single per album yeah
2: that's the way it was supposed to be back in the day
0: <laughs> all these
2: <laughs> bastards with their three and four singles, singles they got like, away
0: with one
2: i i'm i'm on year four of this one album but since <laughs> i got all these singles i ain't gonna worry about it or the new bands that don't even have an album they're just like they
1: just put out singles yeah, just put out a single to get ready for the album that never comes.
2: <laughs> they don't have to. What the hell's the point? Like, you make enough money off a single, then why am I spending money and wasting yeah. my time? I can just write ten songs, live off of that for ten years. <laughs>
1: basically, uh, had Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco, who we think basically Fall Out uh, Boy. So I mean, dude, Fall Out Boy.
0: Sound
1: changing. Um, I sort of heard it on Folia Duh, because I'm a I am a huge Fall Out Boy fan, not as much anymore. Um, the first few albums, I was a huge fan. Kind of heard it with Folia do, where they just started working with everyone, Um, like Pharrell. They worked with, like, I think Elvis Costello was on that album, and then Save Rock and Roll. They they worked with Babyface too. That was Infinity on High. He produced one of their songs.
2: Here is an interesting thing to throw in there. Um, What if it's more? Because I feel like with them, and this is this might be an example of it, is once you get that certain um, stardom or that certain level. Mm Then you have the ability to do what you've always wanted to do,
1: which is what I felt they did. On that's Fully what I'm saying. Like, I
2: think like they're like yeah. you know like we have this ability, so it's not necessarily me selling out per se, yeah. Or, or that is this is the way I wanted. Like, I've always wanted to do this, and now I have the pull to do it. or Yeah, I have the stroke well, to do it. it's kind
0: of it's kind of like with uh, if if they were lumped in with all the other emo bands in 2003, <laughs> and they once they had that success, they kind of like, move into, you know, working in a different way or trying different things. Mm-hmm. I think it was the same thing with, with Linkin Park, with new Metal kind, kind mm-hmm. of being phased out. So, with their the genre that you initially have the success, which is actually more of a fad. Goes do, away, yeah. When that goes away, like, how do, how else are you supposed to keep fans or get new fans? Yeah. Like, you can't
1: keep doing the same thing. Mm-hmm and they did it and i think since they had that pool they were able to get the best so i mean like after foliedor that's when i think they were like all right we need to go back to being commercial and they went and got butch walker or like all right make us a good pop rock album and that's who they've been working with and uh same thing with panic at the disco after which i think for them what hurt them is the majority of their members left panic at the disco is now it's, i think it's just him and the guitar player yeah. or it might have been the drummer like everyone left basically and they made an album with Butch Walker it was kind of successful then they made another album with Butch Walker that had that Sorry Miss Jackson on there and that's when they kind of hit their stride and he's been on I mean it, Panic at the Disco might as well be Brandy Newry at this point but um, I think that's kind of what happened like they did what they wanted to do then they're like alright we need a commercial album let's go get someone who can get us a hit
2: well that depends on the, the band too so it, if it's if they're in there solely is like i'm i'm in it for the just the business and to make the money it's not about music at that point yeah then i could see them just like we we hit it on the fad and then the fad's about to die, so we need to move to another thing but then you got the other bands who they're doing it for the passion and they 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 were a part of that fad because that was the music they wanted to do and then they just keep they'll just keep doing
1: it yeah Fans or no fans, which you yeah. have a lot of them still on the warp Tour, yeah. you know, that are still making that type of music. They might tweak it a little bit, maybe, to make it more palatable for radio, but, like, the general
2: or they might just sound move, hasn't changed. They might just move into a um, writing thing. Like, New Found Glory yeah. and all them stuff just kind of move to the background. Like, they still play out.
1: And they still make the same music they've been making for years. Yeah. Like, New Found Glory has not changed. I'm surprised they got Haley on the song. It's only because married, she's married to the singer, but, like... They were like, we need a I thought it was a
2: guitar
1: player. Someone. Someone in that band is married to Haley from Paramore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they got her on a record. And um, but they're still making the same music. Yeah. You know, they they have not changed. And, yeah.
2: Or you get trapped. <laughs> or they got trapped. Playing the swamp. <laughs> uh shout out to Trapped. I'm pretty sure they're playing there within the next couple of weeks. So just oh go, god, go, I just watched you talk about
1: Trapped. Yes, they're they're still playing the same music yeah. too. They won't change.
2: I heard them on the way here. That's why they're even in my mind right the now. The swamp I I, yeah. that he's
1: referring to is a venue down in Fort Walton, Fort Walton yeah. uh, which is right next to Destin. Um, we were down there once, and we saw God, Crossfade
2: Yeah, was playing, wow. <laughs>
1: was playing there. Um and trap but, was
2: there like two weeks later, I believe, Yeah, we so. never made
1: it in there, though, because we were too drunk. We were too out of it. Um, we didn't make it in. We were we were gonna go there, but we didn't make it. Is that the
2: bachelor's party or the other time we were down there? That was the
1: first time we went down there with um, you, me, Jamie, and Chris Jenkins, (laughs) and uh, Adam Sandler. The yeah, he was every time we we were driving down there, um, down these like you know side like surface streets, and Chris Jenkins is driving this um, it was like a Monte Carlo, and we'd be trying to pass somebody, and another car is coming. And this guy named Jamie, he would start yelling, and he sounded just like Adam Sandler. (laughs) And, yeah, but, yeah, at the Swamp, Crossfade was playing. Trap was playing a few weeks later. And I'm pretty sure their, their like, resident house band is Seven Mary Three. They live there. They play there, like, I swear it has to be, like, once or twice a month. Well, that's their tour. They they
2: play Jacksonville, then they go over to Fort Walton. (laughs) They go back to Jacksonville, Fort Walton. Um, we call it the Summer T- Tour 2018. It? <laughs> but it's like, yeah,
1: you got bands like that that just don't change their sound. And they, they'll they do things like, 10 years later, let's re-record the first album yeah. <laughs> and put it out. They've done that. I think um, Everclear did that. They re-recorded their first album. It's like, you know, at a certain point, I guess you can get on the Nostalgia Tour and make some money that way.
2: Or, uh, like, Sister Hazel.
1: Sister Hazel, well, they got their own boat, so... I mean yeah. <laughs> The rock tour, the rock well, I mean, they, they, cruise. They, rock they, boat. they
2: play the same. I mean, I think they've done some more country stuff towards the end. I, yeah, I know they played the, um, they played Grand Ole Opry not too long Yeah. Now. So speaking
1: um, of that, that makes me think of Darius Rucker. Yeah. Who went from playing, you know and essentially I think he's still playing the same type of music. Yeah, there's still a guitar on it. There was still guitar and a fiddle. And it's just yeah, like now it's and now it's country.
2: <laughs> Bacon cheddar, right? Yeah, the and rest it's just that like grows on
1: tree. But like if you think about Sturger <laughs> King Money, son. You know, yeah. his 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 one album in between and the Blowfish oh, that and R&B Country album. The R and B album that like d- you, Why did he do that album? Shouldn't
2: shitting me? I didn't know that he had an R&B album. Yeah, he had an
1: R&B album. Oh, and... God, that's
2: got to be terrible. I can't <laughs> I imagine. <it> up.
1: I, <laughs> I got to pull imagine. it up now, man. So I have to wonder what made him Baby, do I that album. Up
2: with you.
1: Like, did someone tell him, like, you're not black enough? And he's like, I ain't black enough. I ain't black enough. All right, what's up? Let I mean, me go find this. Let me go find the blackest record label I can.
2: Well, they should have <laughs> done a... Um, like, uh, uh the,
1: wasn't with, it Hidden Beach? It yeah, be like, he went hidden yes, beach. It was yeah. Hidden Beach.
2: With a little love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just remake track yeah. review. All right, so this is this is wild we've played this song on the podcast before. This is Wild One by Darius Rucker. I remember seeing the video on oh, B E T.
1: Oh yeah. On B E T. It was on B T. It was on B E T. They tried
2: to take him, man. They tried they, to accept him. They, <laughs> they tried to make it work.
0: They tried to make it work.
2: Did they trade? Do a trade for us? Oh, the racial trade? <laughs> is
1: this how we got Eminem? <laughs> oh, God, I forget it had horns.
2: So, yeah, he is Sorry, basically. This is the first time I've heard this, so the reaction's gonna be legit. I'd like to ask you from the
1: start if you could pull me out the dark it's been years since i've actually listened paid attention to this song <laughs> is it
2: sad that i think a black i got too white to sing r and <laughs>
1: <laughs> like he went to hidden beach i'm surprised they signed him for those who, who don't
0: know hidden beach has uh it's like jill scott yeah and
1: i mean it was the motown of new soul basically a yeah,
0: it was the new uh, Philadelphia International. Yeah, it, they signed
1: all of the neo-soul artists. Um, Probably India Yeah, and it was just so weird that they would sign <laughs> Darius Rucker.
2: Just running out, list, and then Darius yeah, and then Rucker. Darius Rucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh. which one
1: of these is not like the other?
2: <laughs> it's like, is there another Darius Rucker? No, it's the same one. It's the they, big Cheddar Ranch guy.
1: <laughs> like, and I think even they've been, like, Probably made Jill Scott get on that record. Just like we need yeah, to. Yeah, Jill, Jill Scott is on. We need the to give album. him some street cred. She's
0: on a song on the album.
1: She probably was like, I don't want to. Well, you drew the short straw.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so go in there
0: pretending well, like it came him. down
1: to
3: you or
1: you've DJ whitest, Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> you've got the whitest
3: name
2: in the group. Darius will feel more comfortable with
1: you. <laughs> go in there and be nice to him. Be nice to
0: him. <laughs> Who else was on the label? Um. Uh, Kindred, the family soul.
1: Was there, was um, uh, D'Angelo on that on that label? No. Okay. Uh,
2: Did he go as Darius Rucker? I'll be sure. Yeah, he the went to- as Darius Rucker. The Tony Rich Project. So he project. couldn't even figure out something to make him sound more D-Ruck. soulful? <laughs> yep. You
0: remember the Tony Rich Project? Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, B.B. Winans. Da- how Darius and the Ruckus? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, oh, Darius. Darius yeah.
2: and the bacon cheddar flavor.
1: But yeah, he made. I just always wonder why did he make that album? Like who? He
2: was trying to be accepted, man. Was it a bet? Y'all shunned him. They shunned him, and he came to the well, country. If, if, you, if you
1: if you
0: if you're black and you sing, it's supposed to be R and B. I imagine. And I imagine and that was someone the rule, told him That yeah. That was the rule in 2002, where they're like, he's like, I want to do
1: pop rock. They're like, it was kind of like mm, it be, well, before. 2002. It
2: was kind be like, like Usher. That's more. That's he started going pop that time, didn't he?
0: Was it still our... No, 8701
1: was, was still. So late, like 2003, rounds. he when he went to well, no, because he had Lil th- John th- produce that album too. I think
0: it started with, um, like with, uh, Kanye West with College Dropout mm-hmm. the next year or the, the 2004, but like Kanye is. So
2: you're saying there, there, there were there, there was. Is, Darius was, rel- was responsible for breaking down barriers. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Because there was,
0: reluctance, <laughs> there was reluctance for Rockefeller to sign Kanye because he wasn't street enough. Oh, yeah, because he wore vests he, no, and stuff. because he grew up in the suburbs. Yeah. And he wasn't seen as street enough, but, and they're like, well, okay, you know, we're just going to have you be a producer, and Dame Dash reluctantly signed him before he went somewhere else. Yeah. So I think with Derek at that point, with, college dropout that let Darius Rucker like you know I'm gonna do this country thing because that is my wheelhouse
1: yeah and my wheelhouse being pop rock but pop rock ain't popping so no. let's just add a fiddle and a steel guitar to it and I'll sing about trucks alright let's I'll, do this I'll, and I'll cover
2: Wagon Wheel and I'll God that made him
1: them. huge yep. that cover of Wagon Wheel um, yeah it's, it's, it's just it's an interesting he has really had a very interesting career and he still looks like he's in his 30s.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Don't he's cry, like man. 50. It's, yeah.
1: Don't cry. It's, it's the he's craziest. 52. He's 52. Looks like he's in his 30s. I look older than Darius Rucker. <laughs> I
2: thought you looked like Darius Rucker. That's what they, they say at, the, at every bar you go to. Hootie. Are like, you Hootie? <laughs> oh my God, Hootie. I'm
1: like, first off, his name's Darius. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, if I were dance record and someone walked to me like, who would he have? Like, shut up. Just
2: take a get, get a picture of him and just carry it with you. And she'll mm-hmm. say something, just be like, no. See, no. Do, you see do, do I like look this? like? I don't do even I have like a
1: goatee. This? I have a beard. Calm down.
0: <laughs> so I think we, well, I don't, I don't know if we've established this, but as far as changing your sound because you are part of a fad that's dying, that's a good reason. And it's a good, yeah. I mean, for self-preservation, if you're trying to make it, yeah. But what what do you think is a bad reason to make a change?
2: I I don't think any any reason to change is is bad necessarily. Uh, I mean, I know there's fans that feel that way about it. Now, personal like is really different. So, like, I don't blame Lincoln Park for changing, but. Don't expect me to like their other albums because I don't you like. want their, Hybrid Theory liked, Part yeah, Four. I liked Hybrid Theory. <laughs> I blame
1: Taylor Swift for changing. But I am that fan. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and,
2: it, and it's like it flows between it. So like you feel that way. If you did feel that way strongly about Taylor Swift, you wouldn't mm-hmm. feel that. You probably wouldn't feel that way about another band. Like Yeah, not it, it, it wouldn't, yeah, enough it wouldn't it. necessarily be that way. Like every band, I don't look through the same. Yeah. Like I feel like you feel the
0: same for. way about Taylor Swift that you do about Beyonce in what way about about the sound changing
1: yeah no her well cuz i mean i was never a beyonce fan but i mean i'm still i i don't like that she is alienating her her um casual fans but i mean at this point she has been so successful that it doesn't matter right. like her core fan base the beehive will hold her up
2: the thing that i don't yeah. like if you if there is one thing i would like hate hate on a musician for is the I, re- I released a single, I'm gonna release that same damn single over and over and over again. I yeah. call it like the the Kenny Chesney thing where it's like it could it <laughs> could sound like garbage, which is like his last ten singles, but because his name is on it, it will sell. It <laughs> sells and it's cool. played over the radio. I was like, Taylor Swift's the same way to me. Like they'll throw anything with her voice on it mm-hmm. is golden. And yep. I, and it, and it sucks. Like some of the songs are just terrible. Like she releases good songs every now and then, but the, some of them. Well, are just hard. listen
0: to the first single off Reputation. It sounded unfinished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I and didn't it, get
2: and it. I feel like it's, uh, it's that's when you get lazy as a musician or an artist. If if you want to call Taylor Swift an artist or a musician, <laughs> uh, like just <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the the Coke ad or whatever it was she was on, she wrote, she wrote twenty two. Yeah, wrote twenty two. In a little in a
1: little notebook.
2: Yeah,
1: I guarantee. You, <laughs> while on tour, somewhere. they had to get in
2: permission some little, in some little girl's house in a, in a suburb because apparently she was at her own house with a yeah. giant ass mansion.
1: I guarantee <laughs> she you, just... they had to get permission from Max Martin to do that. <laughs>
2: they should have had some little girl walking like, "What are, what are you doing in my house?" And she runs off.
1: <laughs> They're like, uh, "Mr. Martin, sir, um, we want to make a commercial with Taylor Swift writing '22.'" He's like, why? She didn't. What
2: if it was the same guy that did the um, the um, G- what was it? K- uh, Kylie Jenner or whatever the, the Pepsi? Oh the Pepsi probably. The Pepsi. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> he got fired after that first ad. <laughs> Pepsi hires him.
2: I have great ideas, I promise. <laughs> I did the Taylor Swift ad. Oh, perfect. oh this guy's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> like, she you didn't were even fired for that? that? <laughs> Don't give me a You must have heard wrong. They said that was the fire, but you took it as your fire and you left. I, I guess that's the only logical explanation
1: for why you got fired for that genius of an ad.
2: So tell me more about this white person stopping police brutality.
1: With a soda. Ooh. Well, she's got a lot of plastic surgery.
2: Have you seen the SNL skit where they, um, uh, it has the produ- the he's like, yeah, I've got this, uh, new. Um, commercial, I'm, I'm doing this, i he's, he's all excited, he's talking to his, I think his sister or something, and he tells her the idea, and she's like, he's like, he's like, all you hear is him talking, and he's like, oh, what, uh, tone deaf? <laughs> well, maybe you just don't get it, uh, can you put, put your, put, put your husband on the phone, and he tells him, and he's like, oh, uh, yeah, so, I, I, should leave that alone. Shouldn't do, it." <laughs> well, get your get your black neighbor to get on the like, he tries to explain it like he gets like three words in he's like i shouldn't i should i should leave i should just run <laughs> okay. i haven't seen this sketch yeah you gotta watch that it's pretty good
1: uh, yeah but yeah um I, I i didn't like taylor swift doing it but then i i did there are other bands i did like doing it so yeah i i think i feel the way you feel about lincoln park about taylor swift i wanted fearless part four I just wanted a bunch of fearlessness. That's what I wanted. So,
2: I say, At the end, I still can't hate them. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to you're trying to make money. You're trying yeah. to progress your career. If that's the way you've got to do it, that's the way you got to do it. Like I, I can't sit here and honestly say I would have the musical integrity to be like, <laughs> nah, you need to take that truckload of money and get it out of my <laughs> damn parking. <laughs> like, out my driveway. Like, no, like, you dump that money in front of me. I'll do whatever jingle you want me to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> would you do?
2: I'm gonna. Re- I'm gonna...
1: That thing you do in Spanish. Yeah, I'll record that thing you do in Spanish, son. Uh, I'll do I'll them pig Latin. Snappy. Mm-hmm. I need something that snaps. I need that thing you do in Spanish. <laughs> um.
2: So yeah, I, I yeah. can't. I can't go with a um. What I consider a bad move by an artist. Um. Because it bounces between artists. Like there be there there are artists that would bake make bad decisions. <clears throat> in that situation would be bad. Like, if if they jumped the gun too early, jumped off a fad, but that fad continued, and then what they jumped to didn't sell, Mm. then I would consider that a bad move. move. Like, you should have probably stuck with what you were doing well and not tried to experiment. There's been a couple of artists, I can't think off the top of my head right now, that went the experimental route, and the album just bombed. And then they had to go back. And I know there's there's instances of it. I cannot think of it right now. Me either. I can't think of one either. Yeah.
1: I I and mean, th- I guess the closest, although she stayed pop, was Kelly Clarkson when she well, tried My, My December, December. Yeah. And it was more so just because I want to write. And it's just like, see, we told you you couldn't write. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, they're like, all right, let's get you back in there with Shell Back and Max Martin and Benny Blanco. Okay. And she was successful again, but she never changed styles. I can't really think of a bandit. Just completely went in a different direction, bombed. I was like, "All right, let's just go back to doing the same thing we've always done."
2: I swear I know of one. I just can't. I cannot think of it right now. <clears throat> but you had, you have a like that top ten list. We never got through it, or so we, we hit, oh well. We uh, hit Green we, Day, we, and then was like, ah, "Well, Gre- Green, Green, Green Day, Ball. Green Day was
0: number one on the list," <laughs> which was always the weirdest thing to me. Uh, they have, um, let's see, Aerosmith, uh, Liz Fair.
2: I think Aerosmith did really,
0: um... Uh, Nicki Minaj really
2: well with that
0: though. I, I understand with Nicki Minaj because it's just confusing. Like, yeah. are you a cartoon or not? <laughs> 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 it gets us playing because they played like the verse on Monster, kind of like got her respect as a rapper. But after that, then mm-hmm. Super Bass, which so, I'm just like, uh... she's like, look, I can sing too, <laughs> but maybe you, should. you shouldn't. <laughs> um... David Guetta, watch me press this button. What was David Guetta
1: before? Like <laughs> he was like a, um... was it like a moby or something? Yeah, it was oh well, like damn, a okay. Moby. <laughs> <laughs> then he's uh, like, I want to be more like a. Well, I don't even know if he came out before him. More like a, um, what? Well, why can I think of the dude's name that's bigger than him?
2: Are we gonna get into that? Like the EDM people that. Sold out because they brought a singer in or something. Like, is that gonna be, is, well, is um, that becoming a thing? Like, where's the musical integrity from like pressing a bunch of buttons to make some music? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't I don't understand why you're worried. Like, I bought this at a uh, I bought this so- uh, software for fifty percent off at Guitar Center during the July Fourth sale, <laughs>
3: and <laughs> then I just,
2: and now I'm a celebrity. And now I'm a celebrity because they're playing Calvin, my music. Calvin they're, Scott. They're playing Calvin Harris. Harris. Havers, Harris. They're playing my. Well, yeah,
0: he changed. He, he he switched it up too.
1: Uh, on the uh, on the funk disco. wave bounces. Oh well, yeah, I guess he went more R and B. Yeah, but I mean, I think he had a pension for it anyway.
2: But, but it, it's um, like, yeah, I have I have like ten versions of this song depending on what yeah. drug you're taking at what club. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to jump to the next um, one like I sorry like, like, okay. they also
0: had a uh, Taylor Swift and then Maroon 5 Ice Cube which is just because he started making family films so that shouldn't count. <laughs> yeah, so really why
2: right. is that is that the only reason they put him on there? Yeah. yeah so LL Cool J would be another one, right? <laughs> Should
1: NCi- be. NCIS money, man.
2: And I'm talking like my hand is like a shark's fin. Uh, oh, Dean yeah. oh, no, Lucy. He was the chef. Hold on, was he actually in that movie? Yeah, he's he the was, chef. He's the
0: one who survived.
2: Yeah, he's one, one, of the, oh, two o- one of only two people that survived that movie.
1: It's been a long time. Wasn't he in Hollywood? No, yeah. not Hollywood. um Halloween H2O? Yeah. 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 No, no. That
2: was Buster Rhymes, wasn't it? He I was think he was screen. in there too. Oh, he was, okay, wait no, wait. Buster Rhymes was in one with Tyra Banks because they survived. Why do I keep putting Hollywood? That um, was Halloween. That was Halloween, yeah.
0: Uh, L.O. Well, cool J was in. It was another Halloween, because it was like a reality show or something? No, he was in there. He was in Halloween two O. Okay. Was Buster Rhymes in it, too?
2: Buster Rhymes is the one, because he tackles him. Because I was like, no, nah, come on, man. Stop trying to be hard. Let's see here. Where's
0: uh, And the rest of those two, then they have Metallica. But I
2: don't care. He's, he did hand his, like, a shark fin for a, a shark. Resurrection.
0: Thing. He was in Halloween Resurrection. Oh, has... okay. Okay.
2: okay. So it's just like, what, what black rapper can we put in Halloween this time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was Metallica, Black Eyed Peas, and then... Uh, the honorable mentions were Jewel, Linkin Park, Sugar Ray, Weezer.
2: Damn, we're good. Like we. And yeah, could... then number one was <laughs> great. We could have did this whole entire list ourselves, man. Hold like, on. So Jewel, of of course, with yeah, the intuition that was just that was...
0: blatant. Like,
2: well, see, Lee Ann Rimes did. Ann Rimes is an example of the um. Can't fight Yeah, she so produced she changed... by. Who produced that?
0: Trevor Horde.
2: Oh God, I <laughs> yeah, I forgot. So she went country, tried pop. Disastrous. And came came, back, back, to came country, back to country. <laughs> and she she realized that wasn't going to work very well. Yeah. Um, so that's an example. I I think try
0: to use that momentum of uh, uh how do I yeah,
2: how do I live? live how do
0: I live
1: yeah. yeah
2: which was released twice at the same time the it, it confused me yeah, so much because they had much. the version from Con Air <laughs> he had the is Trisha Yearwood and yeah. it was funny because it was the same music video they did the same yeah. exact music video they just replaced the singers and so they would just interchange on, like, VH1. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Like, and I would be like, who the hell? Oh, okay. All right, this Mm -hmm. is the Leon Ron version, the one that's good. And it's like, oh, what is Trisha Yearwood? Nope. Turn Turn that shit off.
1: I still think Black Eyed Peas should have been number
0: one on there. Yeah, um, because they they went from this, uh, this hip-hop is supposed to be, like, conscious, or at least they're part of the, um, like, Put them along with Tribe Called Quest and De La Soul, and then it goes to just straight EDM. Almost but like- you kind of heard it happening, like once they got Fergie, uh, then they had, then they did Ella Funk. Yeah, I actually bought that CD. <laughs> You're the uh, you're to blame for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know like but look, Monkey Business. He on vinyl, actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I did. I did, yes. And then uh Monkey Business was the one that had my humps on it.
2: <laughs> I forgot about that What's song. It, your lovely lady humps. Check
0: it out. <laughs> God, and then nice after that was the, the end. end, which had Boom Boom Pow. So it was like it sounded like they were getting lazier and lazier, but actually getting more and more popular. <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll
2: tell you, something that should be on that list: the Roots. You gotta get more sold out than going to becoming a band on a Tonight Show or, or a show like that. Well, <laughs> if they're gonna put if they're gonna put Ice Cube down, well, making yeah, movies. Nah, Too touche. Like, you got yeah. to put LL Cool
0: J. Yeah. Uh, well, with the Roots, they still make music, though. That like they're not like deviating from what they do. I think the one time they did deviate was they had a song called Don't Say Nothing produced by Scott Storch.
1: Was it the electronic song? Yeah. Yeah, that it was, was like, weird.
0: Okay, it's just black thought on the song. Like, it's not the it's band. It's not the band.
1: <laughs> this is very different from anything they've done. And, and then they went back. Yeah, then they went back. <laughs> back.
0: <laughs> See, that, that's what they started. Like, oh, let's get with one of the hottest producers at the time. Who used
1: to be in our band. <laughs> and uh
0: okay and yeah this isn't working
1: <laughs> god i'm looking here at their songs like they just the time dirty bit is that even a song <clears throat> dirty bit they dun,
0: took dun, dun, they dun, take dun, dun, the chorus of bit. i've had the time of my life and then just, sing <laughs> and then dirty just say
1: dirty bit <laughs> was, yeah did david getta produce that one <laughs> uh that was will i am and dj ammo yeah sounds okay close enough yeah close enough (laughs) so yeah uh
0: but with these these bands changing their sound i mean there are lots of different reasons but you know there is going to be the there's still the potential of it not working yeah i guess that's so it it uh there is there is risk involved yeah um and you know, well, I guess it's just basically how you look at it as a fan. Yeah. If you want Fearless 4 or Hybrid Theory 4. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, or if you want them to, to try something else. Yeah.
2: I was thinking, like, <clears throat> are you going to want them to try something else? Most, most of the time, it's new fans come out because of them changing. hmm The old fans either go along with it because they really like the band, or they don't go along with it because they feel ignored. Yeah, betrayed or betrayed. So yeah, I don't think a lot of times you're gonna. I don't know. say it goes back to the fan. itself. like, each it, individual it, it, fan is gonna feel one way or another, and it, it can move between bands. Yeah. So you feel like so strongly that Beyonce should have <coughs> never left uh, Destiny's Child, for, like me.
0: Or uh, your Ben Talent, okay. she should have never fired her dad.
1: Yeah. I mean, I still wouldn't have liked her, but she, <laughs> she would have been, she'd be selling more records. So, but at this point, I don't think she cares. So, no. yeah.
2: She's still getting that, um, gold member, <laughs> <The laughs> member residual. Yeah, oh,
0: <laughs> All right. So that'll do it for our conversation about, uh, bands changing <laughs> their sound for better or worse. Um, we'll get to my earworm of the week. Uh, I've been um, listening to a um, a new Jack swing inspired playlist. All right, and uh, if anyone who's ever watched The Fresh Prince and uh, the episode where Phil and Vivian go out go lay go on vacation for the weekend and leave the kids in the house and Carlton rents out the house (laughs) for Belle Biv DeVoe to make a video. (laughs) I remember that episode. You gotta get the hell out of here. (laughs) (laughs) This is the song that they were making a video for. They made a totally separate video, and Darius Rucker was still playing, sorry. Um, There's a song called Leaving the Light On. (laughs) But anyway, um, this is a song that... uh, that was in that episode and they, they were making the video for, but like I said, they made a totally separate video for it. And it's a song called gangsta gangsta with an A.
1: Ooh,
0: hard <laughs> from there. Uh, well, as we, you know, watch the new edition mini series, this is from the album that flopped. Cause okay. everyone's second album flopped. Flops, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from Hootie Mac and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back.
1: Shoot him, Bib. Yeah,
4: Bell Bib, the boat bouncing across the airwaves. Shoot him, shoot him right That's Do that, y'all, one, two, one, two. Do that, y'all, one, two, one, two. Doctor Keith in full effect. Spider Man's in the house. Shoot him. Flake <laughs> And this beat is bleeding. And this beat is bleeding. <laughs>
0: um, so yeah that is Gangsta by Bell Biv DeVoe from Hootie Mac that, I actually love that. Flopped. I actually like one of the songs from that album <laughs> Something In Your Eyes uh, you can find that on our BTTYHT words playlist on Spotify sponsors right now and uh, that will bring us to the end of our program and uh, Chris We always say if you, you know, we want you to tell the, the listeners where you can be found, but only if you want to be found.
2: Okay. Uh, you can hit me up on Facebook, uh, Chris, Chris Reese rocks. Um, that's my fan page. So definitely check me out there. Um, I think I saw on Instagram <laughs> I don't even use Instagram, man. So I guess the thing we, um, fr- we really didn't
1: mention is he's a musician too. So yeah, yeah. So, I'm yeah. a musician. Yeah. That's why he's here. Yes. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. didn't really tell him anything about. That. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> nope. Like, yeah, he's yeah, a singer songwriter. songwriter. Just jump right into. It. I have played with. <laughs> I've played music with Chris for well over a decade now. So since like 2003, roughly.
2: No, nah, three. I was. Uh, I was graduating in So
1: '04 then. Yeah. Since '04, so it was 14 years, I guess, roughly. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's a singer-songwriter. Check him out. You might be surprised. Or maybe not. I don't know.
2: That bear can sing. <laughs> I don't know. What you, yeah, we used to call him Polar Bear. <laughs> you might
1: be pleasantly surprised. It's, it's good stuff, though, but like you said, yeah, Chris Reese rocks, and I'm going to shut up and let him talk now. But...
2: Nah, no, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, it's all Chris Reese rocks.
1: So. All right. And that will be in the
0: show notes. Uh, so you'll be able to find him. And uh, Ben, where can we be found?
1: All right. Are we still live? Yes, we all are. Right. So if you're watching us, you found our Facebook page. Congratulations. Um, you, you don't get anything. But um, if you haven't found <laughs> our Facebook page, it is facebook.com slash by the time you hear this. Our website is also by the time you hear this dot com website. Check it out um, on Instagram. You can find us at by the time you hear this as well. Um, the website, as well as our Facebook, is spelled with the word U, Y-O-U, and if you want to find us on Instagram or email us at gmail.com, by the time you hear this, at gmail.com, that is spelled with the letter U, because... We're upstanding. Yeah, we is. And <laughs> not underage. My mind's telling me, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, that, is that a R. Kelly Yes, it is. Yes. Well, <laughs> I mean R. Kelly or... I guess any, any pedophile, really. Yeah, pretty Jared much. from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know if he's watching your podcast from where he's at right now. <laughs> oh, if better, he is. Medical ward at the prison. Yeah. If he is. Oh, in foot law. Anal trauma. Excuse <laughs> yeah. me. I'm going to stop.
1: Um, <laughs> um, we're also, if you have an iPhone, you can find us on the Apple Podcast app. If you have an Android phone, which are much superior, you can find us on the Google Music application. Um we can be found on Castbox, Overcast. And yet you have an iPhone. Uh, but anyway. Circumstance, Circumstance is the fiance. Um <laughs> uh Castbox, Auto Radio, Tune In Radio, um, Potomatic. I feel like I always miss one. Satchel Podcast Player. And you can search for us on ListenNotes.com. dot com. Search for Chris Reese Rocks. That'll probably come up. Yep. Yeah, that'll come up. Most certainly. Mm-hmm. no one
2: else talks about me. That's
1: <laughs> <I mean. laughs> well, hey, um, I don't know if you know, but the last time we did a Metallica podcast, the very next week, their album went number one. So we're kind nice. of a big deal. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we yeah. got pulled. Yeah. So,
2: stroke. I got stroke out here, man. Yeah, so just saying, you know, <laughs> like,
1: don't be surprised if, like, you got a few thousand, hundred thousand more hits on the website, you know. And it's cool. We won't ask you for any money because that's not how we operate. Just pay it forward.
0: all right um since we 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 brought her up quite a bit um ben why don't you select a song from the fake news of pop music oh god yes
1: yes yes. we're gonna go with fearless the title track from the album of the year winning um fearless by taylor swift um
2: this works out great i gotta go piss (laughs) anyway
1: Alright,
0: so Fearless by the Fake News of Pop Music, and thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace. Peace.